everyone. It's Sunday. That means it's time for the old drop frames. Co, it's really, I, I miss you being upright. Because <laughs> now you're upside down for me when I stare at you in VMAX. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> because of, I miss it too. I mean, yeah, it's, I just, I gotta, I gotta do this. I think when, no, you can't do that. Cause then you're, unless you want to do that the whole show. There you go. <laughs> just okay. fit, get a harness. Yeah. Put right. it on the ceiling and just, yeah, it'll be great. We'll, we'll make it work. Uh, people that are watching have no idea what we're talking about, which is kind of how I like to keep it around here. That's, uh, that's, yep. that sounds about eight. How long have we been doing this? Have we passed 10 years? Are we close no, on 10 years? So not yet. I, I, not yet? I was 10 years on Twitch no, this I, last April. Oh, okay. I know that, that, uh, nine years Let's that see. I had my, I had my sub button before we started the show. And I'm coming up on 10 years in a, like two months. Okay. January 8th, 2015. So we got two years till we start 10 years on, on the show. Wait, you're coming up on having your sub button in 10 years in two months. Yes. August. I had my sub button before you. Yeah. Yeah. There Were was like, adjusting? there was like two, you have a, two big. Yes, I was, but, uh, it took me a, a couple of tries to get mine. Mine, mine didn't come right away. Like there was two big waves right at the beginning, where like you know the old timies got all their sub buttons, and then the second like wave of old timies got their sub buttons, and then it was a, a little bit of a period, and then like I think you were a part of like the third wave, and I was oh. like fourth or fifth wave of like because yeah, I I got denied three times for mine. <laughs> wow. Back in the yep. day, yeah, I got I got denied three times. You had to have, and here you didn't have to hit three hundred and fifty viewers. You had to have a weekly average of three hundred and fifty viewers. So, like, and and I I had a, a whole lot of success with a game called Neverwinter, and yeah, uh, I was remember. super excited because I had like four hundred and four hundred and fifty viewers over a weekend. So I applied that mm. following Monday. And I was like, hey, I hit the 350. We're good to go. Give me my sub button. And they were like, no, you have to keep that consistently, not just have a good weekend, Co. And I was like, oh, well, f- you then. Uh, all right. Guess I will uh, see y'all in a little bit, hopefully. And um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was not. There was no, no, nothing like written down like back in the day, like as far as like solid rules of like how you can become a partner. It was it was a lot of hearsay and a lot of like talking to anyone who knew anyone at Twitter or at Twitch, uh, you know, getting your friends. Like I name dropped as much as hard as I could when I was like applying for shit. Like, and uh, yeah, I got I got turned down a couple times. And then I finally got in, and what I heard was five hundred, like five hundred concurrent viewers, uh, solidly. Then you would get your partnership. Yeah. My when I when I got mine, they they were they told me a couple times at that point three fifty. Um, okay. But I mean, again, I I think to to put it bluntly, I think they didn't know. I think it depended who your partner manager manager was. I think it depended on what your channel was doing. Yeah. Like there was they 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 very rarely had like cemented processes back in the day. It was very much just kind of like how we're feeling right now. <laughs> so no, and it changed it, all the time. So absolutely yeah. reminded me of of uh rip twitter verification but when like <laughs> like the twitter verification went through it was just like okay you talked to the right person and i was like okay good oh yeah excellent yep. was i never talking or- to the right people like i was sending messages 
or like you're part of the right the group or you yeah. know the right person or i mean hell it, it got to the point towards the end where you could just pay the right person like remember there was that esports organization that you could buy to be a part of and the esports had an umbrella verification so you could literally For pay Twitter? like I I think, that, yeah. yeah yeah i think they paid they've offered like 2500 bucks and they you would officially join the esports organization on their roster and then they would give you verification on twitter huh i didn't i didn't see that that sounds about right yeah. I was trying to yeah, find, I know, right? sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find the uh it, it's actually funny. So back in my day, this is February of 2011. Hmm. This is what I forgot about this. Slasher was who introduced me to Kevin Lynn. Uh because me and, Yeah, me well no no no. Slasher was just a part. He was my friend back in the day. He still is my friend, I guess. I haven't talked to him in a while though. Uh, but we worked for a long time in the esports world. He was my boss at one point, funny enough. Um, and he introduced me to Kevin Lynn and Kevin Lynn, who was the, he was the COO at the time. This is February, 2011. And it was, Hey, we got this sub program. Do you want to be a part of it? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Here's Justin Wong. Hey, Justin, uh, I'm JP. Cool. You're set up. And that was it. (laughs) That's all it was (laughs) And you know, I cool. honestly like. I, I want to hear about that and be pissed. Maybe that fits but, like, your life so well. Like that's just that's just so perfect. That's, that's how it was yeah. back in the day, man. There is no one on the site. I mean, I, I want to be. JP, upset I've that. never worked a real job. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'll take a sub button. Why not? Man, that's funny. <laughs> it really was that because be a... at the time we didn't know if it was going to be profitable, right? Like yeah, Twitch yeah, yeah. and like the platform, you had no idea yeah. that it was gonna be what it is yeah 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 uh no, but, by the way justin that, wong like, is I, the, not the fighting game justin wong he's the the former former something. twitch employee justin wong yeah former twitch doing employee. all sorts of awesome big fun things yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sorry zeke what were you gonna say no it's it's all right it was, i was just gonna say i want to be upset with that but i it, you're upset about like people getting like into the club because they know somebody until you know somebody and then they get you in you're like oh this is great this is pretty great and i can't <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i can't be I'm, I'm not mad about this anymore at all <laughs> I, I don't think there was a club though at that point i think it was like the club came no no i meant, was I meant a, the club like i, I know it was, you're saying the metaphorical yeah, yeah, yeah. club you're yeah. saying the metaphorical yeah. club yeah well and in, in your case it was a who who you knew club like you yeah. knew the right people yeah, yeah, so yeah. which was yeah, yeah. which was awesome you know yeah. you just happened to but you did this is how we knew uh how much we were I got an email from Kevin Lynn and it said, thanks for your patience while we're updating our system in order to streamline the partner program accounting process. You earned $132 <laughs> in March, 2011. So I think Heck that yeah, was the man. first paycheck back in the day. I think I was still employed go. at MLG at the time, but yeah, they sent you a, a personal email because their accounting process was not streamlined. However long ago I remember was, the, the, uh, uh, on Justin TV, uh when uh um just just hearing about this just getting to be a regular thing and they started letting partners roll ads and uh i remember the first time that that uh, manverse game got paid oh yeah and i was like it, it was yeah it was i think it was less than 100 bucks it was like 50 or something like that and uh it was just crazy because he officially could say that he was a professional gamer. Yeah. 
I guess that's true. Like, I got paid to play video games. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyways, I, I've been doing this 10 years, and uh, yesterday I went out to a campsite that my wife and kids were staying at with, uh, with some friends, and their mother was there. And, um, <laughs> and we had the conversation of, oh, what do you do? Uh-huh. 10 years I've been doing this and it's still a weird conversation Always. and it's still, and the reactions are just the absolute best. So the best part was like, I, she was like, so what do you do? I was like, well, I, I stream video games and she goes, oh, well, what, what is, what is that? And I was like, well, I play video games and people watch me play video games. And she just stares at me for five seconds and she goes, and (laughs) (laughs) like, wait, is this, and is this person our age? No, no, no. This is, this is the mother of, uh, our friend of our, our nanny actually. Oh, okay. She was, uh, yeah. So she, she was, she was awesome, but she was just like, and what else? Like, what do you do? (laughs) Like, how do you make the money? And that led me, you know, like to explain and everything. Yeah. By the end of it, she was just like, wow like that's that's actually crazy uh yeah it's 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 still i think it's always going to be weird i don't think it's never not going to be weird explaining it to somebody who doesn't know what it is i think it's depending Um, if you're talking to older or like the you're the minimum in terms of if you're talking to someone your age maybe they're gonna know if you're talking to someone younger they're gonna know if you're talking to someone older they're not gonna know that's where i i kind of judge it uh it's a a a generational thing um it's very rare that I talk to someone older than me and they're just like, oh, yeah, oh, I know that all the <laughs> Like, Teddy says, I, I'm an internet beggar. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. And I play video games while I do it. Yeah. And hope for the best. So, Sounds about right. There was a, a, a I, I re-looked up my, my uh, subscription sub button uh, application letter. Oh God! And it so like there, there was Scott made a highlight of it, but the the <laughs> here's the here's how it starts. You ready? Did you have to like two, type out an two application? Partner help? Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I, I I typed an email. Two partner oh. help. Greetings, Ezekiel the Third, BC Warrior here. Ah, I'm ah, a global, the global emote, emote. So that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, BC Warrior here. I was told that this is the address to which I am to apply to the subscription program. I asked ex-employees advice to uh, as to the proper time to apply for the sub button in quotes, and he informed me that I should do it right away. So I am. I feel I would make a positive member of the subscription program for the following reasons. Oh, you did for the following reasons. Nice. Uh, and yeah, I, I list off. I feel like you should be in front of a reasons. class of small children reading this as your project. <laughs> it felt like that. How, dude. how many this, reasons this, did you list? How many bullet points were there? Five. Ah, nice. Good number. I'll just give you, I'll, I'll just give you the, the rundown. I am a consistent broadcaster. I'm an entertaining as hell. Ask anyone. I actually put that in there. Um, <laughs> I, uh, um, I broadcast directly after men and am his BFF. So there's a lot of crossover success because of that. Oh my drop. God. Yeah, you got a name I keep it. most of the viewers I get. They usually stay right around uh, 700, 900 weekdays. Uh, viewers want me to get a sub button. 
Oh, smart. I expound a little on those, but yeah. yeah. And and then I I wrap up by saying, for those reasons, I believe I am worthy of the subscription program. What was the response? Uh, nope. Actually, okay. So, so that was September twelfth, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen, and that okay. was my um. I had sent other, I think, messages, applications, or or just like questions on how like. You know, I wanted clarification on how I could like get this, get into this program. Yeah, because this were, was my was last one, the place, and then yeah. partner help got back to me. That was September twelfth, twenty thirteen, and I don't know why my. Oh, it's because it's ten years in August, and then the next month will be the the ten year and a month. So September is when I got my sub button, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, but on September thirteenth, the next day, congratulations on your channel subscription. It was the five reasons, man. That was yeah. It. Well, it, to be honest, it was probably like, guys, he did a bullet point. This guy's a professional <laughs> because everyone else that there was probably all lowercase. It was probably like, I, I play video games. I would like a sub button. Thank you. Send like it, it was the professionalism. hundred percent. Listen, I probably, and I, I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you are like me and, and, uh, when you get something you really want, you like scour the internet for like how do people get the what they want tips. <laughs> yeah exactly like and i probably looked up like application letter uh tips and tricks or like what do you need like to get their attention or you know yeah whatever and and a lot of them say like make make sure it's spelled correctly and all this stuff but make sure your personality shines through and i was like okay okay i can do all that shit <laughs> nice i love it yeah, it it was definitely uh, you had to do what you just did uh, in that email because there was no there was no right process. Um, it was it was all over the place for sure. A wild yep. time. Uh, well, let's start with some news. We'll jump into news. So we'll keep it Twitch though. Uh, and Zeke, I could actually throw to you for this. Uh, TwitchCon EU. It's next weekend, right? That's when it's happening. Not, are you are you going? I'm, no, I know you're not, not going. going. That's why I wanted to throw yeah, to you because yeah. it oh. leads into yeah, what okay. Twitch was saying. Yeah um it's that it's it is next weekend though right that's when it's happening yes okay we'll go with that uh yeah <laughs> twitch put out uh this statement yesterday uh it says we are closely monitoring the protest take protests taking place in and around paris the safety and security of our community and staff is always uh and will continue to be our top priority after this time there is uh at this time sorry there's no anticipated impact to twitchcon paris the venue is not near the epicenter of the protest or any of the areas that have uh, seen protest activity and has continued to operate business as usual. We're getting regular updates from the ground and will communicate any changes to our TwitchCon plans. We look forward to seeing you soon, the TwitchCon team. Uh, for those wondering where this is coming from, uh, there are currently protests slash riots in, uh, in Paris right now uh, due to things that the uh, the government is done said changes blah 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 without going super into it uh and it's it's not great uh i think some really bad shit has gone down uh in paris recently um they uh, lit a car on fire and slammed it into a mayor's house while his family was in it last night oh okay i did not hear about that so it's ex uh, there was a i think there was a 17 year old kid that was also shot and killed uh, well, that's what that was the impetus. That was what that was, started that was it what, all. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, the 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 Our issues are societal and cultural, and they've been bubbling under for like decades. And that was the 
that was the match that set it all on fire. Um, yes, two days ago, thirteen hundred people were arrested. Last night, seven hundred people. So Jeez. it's 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 a it's a large national event. And as we do know, protesting is, as one of my mods put it today, the French national sport. <laughs> but this is a little bit more. This is a little bit more serious than that. It is. It is something that I think a lot of people are very rightfully and publicly saying that Twitch should be taking more seriously because they're literally inviting people. Nobody knows what this is going to look like in a week. Right. Nobody. It right. could get a lot worse. Nobody knows. And just the fact that there's so many unknowns with this, the fact that Twitch is like actively inviting people literally like Shannon Zed Killer today linked a map that showed like all the fires last night and like oh. the Twitch thing is like in the middle of it. <laughs> so, so the fact that they're like trying to bring people into that is you could argue not the best idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's so it's, it's, it's a, it's a unfortunate, not great situation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and Zeke, you had announced that you weren't going just because of travel plans that you just, the flights were so expensive. That's why it had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Right? No, it's yeah. We, uh, we've been looking for literally like months, like a, like a few months <clears throat> to try and find something that, uh, like a flight out there that was reasonable, but the, just, just the flying out there would cost twice as much as like the hotel stay. Yeah. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, um, some, the, the term that I like that someone said, I said, it feels foolish to do that. Uh, and someone said, uh, financially irresponsible. And that's what it feels like. Like, could I do it? Sure. But it's like, you know, am I like paying a hundred bucks for a tater tot? Right. You yeah. know, it's like, it's pricey, why man. would you? <laughs> yeah, it's pricey. Most of the uh, US-based creators I know of are uh, being flown out there by, by Twitch because they're doing things for Twitch at the event um from my understanding so yeah yeah uh we'll see we'll see what happens um i'm i'm i don't know what is going to happen right a, a week in in that type of uh situation anything could happen so we'll see what what happens between now and then i suppose we'll just keep an eye on it um do i think twitch will cancel it outright i don't know um because of how those contracts work, they would probably still have to pay regardless being this close to the actual event. So if yeah. I'm Twitch, they probably will wait till the last day, if anything, or just have it uh, regardless of, of how many people cancel. They um, are they are most likely going to do their absolute best to have it. So they'll probably, just like you said, like they'll probably wait until the very last unavoidable minute. Yeah, to, to cancel it as a whole. I mean, this is a multi, you know, tens of millions of dollars are being poured into this, and uh, and Twitch will be the one at the end of the day that's going to be footing most of those bills. So it's uh, you know, obviously, especially these days, from all the decision making we've seen in the last few years, um, I think we can safely say they're going to do everything in their power to avoid losing that money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, right now, it's a it's a PR balancing act for them, really. Yeah, I mean, like they, they have to decide like how much they're going to lean into this. Really, I mean, if they lean into it hard and and it, and things get worse, they're going to come out looking terrible. Um, well, which is it, obviously, the last thing they want. Yeah, it's, I mean, imagine 
if someone actually goes for TwitchCon EU and ends up getting hurt somehow. Right? Oh God, like, yeah, it's, it's Jeez, man, awful stuff. Uh, it, it is, or somebody uh, mentioned this in chat, and yeah, like seeing you know if if there was like a partner that was like, I don't want to go do this, I don't feel comfortable, and it was kind of like, well, you're contractually obligated, and then they end up going and something happens, you know, like it, you know, there's 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 lots of in a situation like this, there's lots of things that can go wrong, and not a huge amount they can go right. Um, I think I think they're just really hoping everything cleans up, clears up uh, as fast as possible, and that things are relatively back to normal in by when five days now, I think. Yeah, I think it starts Friday. So five days. Five days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wild. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I suppose by, by next Sunday we'll know yep. what's happening. Uh, and I suppose we'll know whatever is, is said or announced. They didn't really, it, it last year's TwitchCon, there wasn't really that big of like announcements, if I recall correctly, right? There wasn't anything. I. It's kind of weird because you would have thought that they would have saved the partner plus stuff for that. Like partner plus, right. I mean, granted, granted partner plus is not characteristically. Most things from Twitch are kind of double-edged swords. Yeah. And this is, this is, you know, going back to our favorite bodily fluid analogy. Um, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> that we're not, that we're not going to, that we're not going to get into. Um, but the TLDR is a lot of people thought that was a win for Twitch. Just to put it bluntly, the, the less you look into it, the more it looks like a win for Twitch. And you would have thought that they would have saved an announcement like that for a TwitchCon since it was like, what, around the corner, basically. So that leads you to believe they either have nothing and maybe they're saving some stuff, hopefully, for Vegas. Um, or right. optimistically, very optimistically, maybe there's something bigger that they're actually going to announce. Like they wanted to get the Partner Plus program stuff out early so we could then all focus on the good big thing happening at Paris. So. I don't know, man. It's gonna be gonna be interesting. It's weird because TwitchCon's always used to be big, the big moment. They like you always used to be able to expect something big coming from a TwitchCon. Like they would literally not announce things that were basically done just so they'd have big announcements at TwitchCon. But then we've had a few now since then that have just been literally nothing announced at all. So that, that's yeah. kind of you know thrown a wrench in the whole thing. A lot of that stuff does uh, end up just getting leaked one way or the other, whether it's mm -hmm. from former employees, current employees, uh, or, you know, Zach doing his, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach also is very good at his job, uh, finding things to announce, uh, in different yeah. experiments on Twitter. Uh, Zach Busey, uh, is, is who I'm saying there. Um, so it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's tough to keep a secret if you're Twitch, I feel. Um, and then we very well could have nothing announced next weekend. They, they yeah. could just do See? nothing, uh, which, I don't think anyone would be surprised by, to be honest. So not these days. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume if that happens, that'll probably be in the keynote, which I think is Friday. I'm not sure if it's a, is it's if TwitchCon is a two day event or it's a three day event. Cause sometimes it'll just be a Saturday and a Sunday. It's so it's two days. Okay. So keynote is Saturday. Yeah, eighth and ninth. I just looked it up. Okay. Yeah. So then Saturday would be Saturday morning probably really early like co-start time i think is when the the keynote would most likely occur oh. um for that stuff so we'll we'll check it out we'll report next week uh the other twitch news is we had uh the new record yesterday uh congrats from, to uh, okay is it's i asked someone how to say e it and i've forgotten e how to say it it's it's a, a buy a buy a buy like u h e u y a buy I think it's 
a buy. I always thought it was e buy. I don't think it's I don't think it's e buy unless I'm saying and remembering how I was supposed to say it incorrect, which might be the case. No, it's not eBay. It's not eBay. No, a Spanish streamer. Regardless, however you say it, dude kicked ass. He yeah. had over three million consistent viewers. Three point four four million. Uh, I did not watch the event myself, but I heard it was like super high quality. Like they were talking about at one point, like you know, half half of Spain was basically watching this event. Um, it was huge. It was apparently super fun and entertaining to watch for those that watched it like kudos to him man that's awesome yeah. it's yeah. great to see people pushing it forward like good good for him dude uh the event was called lava lot of three uh the third one that they put on and yeah the the concurrent viewership was 3.44 million uh and twitch only died once <laughs> from it, what what from is the event. event about it's a it's like a, a it's like streamer a influencer boxing? boxing thing yeah 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 fighting thing oh okay yeah um and they've done a bunch of, of different, this is the third one of that, but uh, they've put on a ton of different events uh, that are all like massive. Ma- I mean, he had a massive stadium uh, in, was it in Spain? Uh, I do not know. Okay. I don't know where it took place, but it was a massive stadium and it was uh, completely filled, sold out. Uh, I don't know how many seats were in it, but yeah, it was, it was a huge deal. You can check it. Out it was in Madrid. It. Madrid, it was Madrid or Barcelona. Okay. Madrid. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing Madrid in my chat as well. Um, huge, huge, huge event. And uh, no one's even close to that. Like 3.44. That's nope. insane. That's so many. Like, it's wild to think Crazy that cool. we're streaming on the same platform that, that housed a 3.44 million concurrent viewer event. That is actually insane. Uh, that it's, the, it, by comparison, <clears throat> just wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah, those are those are insane numbers. So it definitely uh, fucked with uh, my uh, Twitch. The viewers that were watching that day were like, "What the fuck is happening with Twitch?" Yeah, yeah, it, it went and down for we, about thirty we minutes. Sussed out that it was probably that. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the video player essentially yeah. died where people couldn't like. It, it was like the ingest servers weren't getting to Twitch's servers, but it was still recognizing that they were live or something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know if they mentioned the word Twitch Prime at all on that stream, but there was a point where I was watching and like it was normal chat, just copy and paste, just kind of like crazy chat. And then someone like dropped a prime sub and it Uh was just like, oh, and it got reminded. People got reminded. It was I've never seen it (laughs) that like I've seen 100,000 plus streams where people are like, anyone go to Twitch Prime? This was like literal millions and it was insane it didn't stop wow. for a long time in fact I, I would be surprised if that's not what broke twitch because they were just like how what do this is that's too much strain on our servers goodbye <laughs> we'll see you next time <laughs> have a good day so maybe so, it was maybe it was uh, amazon going that's way too many prime subs turn it off <laughs> no shut it down I thought you guys were canceling this program. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're losing um, too much money. <laughs> so, uh, quick question: Would would uh, is there any amount of money that that uh, you guys would participate in in streamer boxing if that were a thing? Uh, man, ask me ten years ago. Yeah, it's pretty. I I, I think I might be too old for that now. Just from a days, like physical activity, but they would put you in an not, age group, not only uh, like a similar no, age group. 
my biggest thing is I don't need to get like, I'm, 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 you know, almost 40 years old. I got three kids. I don't need to come out of that with some crazy concussion. brain injury or yeah. some concussion or some, you know, a detached retina or some like, <laughs> I, you know, it's just not, it's just not worth it. Like no, no amount could be. How about, how about this? How about this? Not worth it. <clears throat> Instead of like, okay. I punch Zeke in the face though. Is that an option? <laughs> well, obviously we're, we're I mean, I, once, yeah, when you once come over, we can have a boxing match. You can do that. There Once you your money pit gets of a house gets figured out, we'll we'll, <laughs> One day. One day. Um, we'll, we'll find oh, out. God. We'll definitely find out. Um, <laughs> but like, what if what if it was um, now? There's it's not no risk of injury, but definitely less risk of injury. Would you do a professional wrestling bout, like one that was like scripted and you know choreographed or something like that? Those are sometimes That's more an dangerous. Interesting question. Those could, yeah. I mean, no, I, think I, know, that I know, I know, I know. Fun. I said there's not, it, there's, there's still risk of yeah. injury, but it's less. I would say since you're not like actually actively trying to injure the other person. Yeah, I, th- I think Maybe. that would be a lot of fun. Because I mean, you could just make like I'm assuming at this point you wouldn't have to play yourself, right? You'd just be a goofy ass character and like be way over the top and everything, or like yeah. an embellished version, or just of, an embellished like, version person, of yourself. Yeah, your yeah. personality. Yeah, yeah, I would. I, I yeah. think that'd be a lot of fun. I don't think that's has that ever been done. Not like a WWE style thing. I don't think that's ever been done. And with that streamers. would be well. Hilarious. The thing is, the thing with that is, it, it'd be tough to to coordinate because you have to you'd have to choreograph it and you have to be in person for you know several weeks to get it. Also, you know, so no one's gonna get any injuries or it's you know it's yeah it, you got it down. It's like I've been in a lot of musicals, so like that shit takes <laughs> a while. <laughs> yeah, and funny enough, like that would that would arguably. You could argue that would take more training in some ways than, than like a fight fight, you know? Cause I mean, you'd have to not only know how to do all the moves safely, but then have to train to do them all. You still have to get in shape. You yeah. still have to get into shape. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. Yeah. yeah. Be, I mean, that'd be really hilarious to see. Yeah. Yeah. Zeke, would you get in the ring? Man, fuck yeah, dude. I, yeah, I, you I do didn't have to pay me. Yeah. I mean there, there's a lot exposure. there's a lot of those style of events you could always reach out Zeke bum fight the third they're constantly doing them hell yeah man um, I'd be like Danny DeVito in fucking uh, uh, Always Sunny I'd be the trash I man wonder how old is, I eat uh, trash uh, Harvey from Epic Meal Time fought how old is he he's gotta be Oh, I heard he's that 37. He, he fought some guy, but it was like so overwhelmingly. Like, oh, he fought like he a professional. He, he fought a former WWE wrestler. Or didn't he? Like didn't he like decimate him or something? No, like, not Har- at all. He got he got. Destroyed. Or was it the other way around? It was the other way around. Oh, Harvey yeah. got destroyed. Yeah, Harvey. Oh. I'm pretty, if I remember correctly, which is tough these days, uh, I'm pretty sure he got destroyed. Uh, okay. <laughs> well then, there you go. Yeah, I, I if I remember correctly, I think the guy that he fought called out logan paul or one of the paul brothers to fight and logan paul is like a wwe wrestler like he's a he was at wrestlemania this past year um and so that's the style of of fight that they're the the level of fight that they're looking for but yeah anyway you you could always app for any of that stuff zeke if you wanted to there's a lot of different uh orgs out there uh pay-per-view events are like all the rage these days within former million Plus uh, sub YouTube channels, <laughs> they all have massive events. So yeah, you should, you should check it out. Maybe you get in. But 
I thought you were talking about like a one-time event. Like I'm not talking. I don't want to do it like for a long time. I don't want to make it like a second <laughs> career option or something like that. No, no, no I'm not saying like, that. It, I'm just saying they, yeah. it's all one-time events. Yeah, they train for one event. That that's what they do. Okay. Yeah, it's not like a league or anything like that. But 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 I mean, there'd be. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make so many caveats to this hypothetical situation. Uh huh. But if I was wrestling some somebody, I'd want to wrestle somebody that I knew. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I, wrestling oh, a stranger yeah, 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 is yeah, not gonna. Yeah, yeah it's not gonna be enough fun for me. Like, I, I'd want to wrestle someone like, like DJ Wheat. I'll wrestle you. <laughs> <laughs> is this the call out we've been waiting for? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Listen up, brother. DJ Wheat, more like DJ Neat. No, Dude. I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I need to workshop this some more, but I'll be back. Yep. Dude, if, Hold on! If we like put on a massive amount of muscle, that's a scary. DJ thing, Week, that's it. DJ Week. There you go. There we go. Okay, we got there. Took a little bit, but we got there. That's a. That's a. Yeah, that's a scary. That would be a scary wheat uh, for sure. If he lifted for six months, so yeah, make it happen. Yeah. There you go. Start start your own Zeke. That's what I'm saying. Start your own wrestling, yeah. boxing, MMA. We need whatever. to talk to Tangent. He's already got. He's been. I think he's been trying to do that stuff for like three years. So. Oh really? Okay. He's something going on. Yeah, yeah. Tangent's a huge WW or not? Maybe not WWE. He's a huge wrestling guy. Wrestling guy. I, okay. I gotta say, like in in that vein, that was one of the one of if not the best like uh, uh, special event thing that happened at any TwitchCon was when they had Kaiju Big Battle, which is basically like the pre- the premise is like it's giant monsters fighting and they have like these cardboard buildings but it's all like professional wrestling yeah but it makes they make the the ring look like it has like buildings in it and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but cool. yeah that cool. shit was fucking phenomenal nice loved it i i i, I would i would watch that every every event <laughs> if i could <laughs> <laughs> didn't know they did that off to to watch the vods yeah. uh general gaming news <clears throat> i guess we can kind of go most recent uh the Baldur's Gate stuff happened uh two days ago, I think is when that was. Yeah. Two two days ago. So clarify ago? It, it, it. They're releasing it early. Yes. They was... bumped it up by a month. Yeah. Like just oh yeah. wow. I'm still coming down from that announcement. Um let me find I don't the... even and that and it well, Baldur's Gate was right butted up against Starfield. No, it was like a week. It was prior in to between Armored Core Six and Starfield. Yeah. So it went Armored okay. Core Six, Baldur's Gate Three, and then like the early access to Starfield was like within a few days. Um. So okay. it was. It was. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So basically, you pulled strings and amazing. made that happen, Co. <laughs> I did, and I had to pay a lot of money and grease a lot of pumps. Um, go under, I even had to go under a few tables, but you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah. You had to promise, uh, uh, Brian, uh, uh, wait, what's his name? Brian. Sven. 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 Oh, Sven. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting those two mixed up. I apologize, but you had to promise Sven, uh, first ride on your, on a new motorcycle. Isn't it Sven? That's right. exactly right. No, it's, it's, it's spelled Sven pronounced Sven. Okay, yeah. I know that was a whole thing, and I've that was forgotten a whole thing. where we sit. On Sven. A, okay. Sven, yes. Right. Um, and yes, for the record, Sven does get first ride on my arch when it finally gets here in 2029. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, new launch date No, is, no. Real, uh, real talk, I, I had, and somebody actually asked, like, seriously, I had 
no idea. I was August playing 30. another game and somebody like does a copy paste from one of the articles because they just kind of like ninja dropped it with a bunch of other big announcements in one of their weekly things, mm. which is crazy because they have like the, the last panel from hell in five days and they didn't save it until then. They like dropped this now. So it's like, what are they going to talk about at the panel from hell? But um, yeah, it was, it was basically just like, a, oh yeah, by the way, we're coming out a month early and it's just like every, the entire internet was set on fire. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. I, was not even sure it was real information. I thought someone was just hardcore trolling me for like a solid <laughs> two minutes. Um, yeah, it's it's still just incredible. Abs the thing that's so awesome about this is the amount of confidence that they must have in that game is mind-blowing to me at this point. Because this is a crowdsourced product. This is a, a they, they are huge about doing right by their community. And it's like, and, and they, they, we've already, we've all been through the DOS two stuff, you know, released with some major issues. It, these, this is a passionate company, passionate people making passionate games. The last thing they want to do is let down And this is one of the most iconic RPG franchises. They've got literally more eyes on them by a factor of 10 than they ever have. And they feel good enough about this game to be like, no, we don't need another entire month of polish. We're going to bump up the release date by 30 days. That makes people like me go, holy shit. Like, yeah. they, like this, this, this is going to be good. You don't do that if you're worried about your game. You don't do that if you have, like, major issues you're worried about. You know, it's, it's like, I'm so used to companies, like, waiting to the last minute. Like, like Cyberpunk's. I'm, I'm Cyberpunk kind of, like, threw a wrench in my whole thing. Where it's like, you know, that game was fundamentally flawed on release. Like, the idea of that coming out a month earlier is just, it's, it's laughable. So this, this is, a. Uh, I think a lot of people were excited for it, but this is like next level excitement at this point. Like yeah. that's, you, you gotta feel good about your game. If you're going to do something, I, you know, your entire reputation's on the line and you're still confident. I don't disagree with release you, it a month earlier, but I will say like, they also want to get the fuck out of the way of Starfield. 100%. <laughs> 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 but I, I think, I think that, that Larian is in a situation where, you know, that big studios have offered to buy them. You know, that, that if they wanted to sell out, they could which means that what's important to them, their reputation. It's not just about the money. If it was about the money, then I bet you that Sven wouldn't be the, still be leading that company. Or if he would, he'd be under another company's umbrella. Right. Like that's, you know, this, this is not a company that is about the money. This is a company that's about delivering a solid product. So the idea that they'd bump it up just to, you know, get a few more extra sales. Like I, I don't, I don't, I think they, they bumped it up because they want their fans to have a long time to really enjoy what they've been working on for, Years. I think both could be true so, for well, sure. I think. Well, I think this it's is, a factor. I'd say, but I wouldn't say it's the impetus. Is what I'm saying. I wouldn't say like it's the it's the main. I wouldn't say it's the main reason. Sure. Um. You know, like I when you're going up against the other games, I think it's with how different Baldur's Gate Three is. I don't feel like a huge percentage of people are going to be like either or with Starfield. Um. You're going to probably go for one or the other, depending on what kind of you know gamer you are. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeke, sorry, you didn't want to jump in. No, that's right. In, in an episode of Star Trek, there was uh, Star Trek Next Generation, and uh, they found the Scotty from the first series. He was trapped in a transporter beam uh, memory bank, basically. So he was like, <laughs> yeah. he was like frozen in time, basically, and they found him. Sure. Right? And he's telling old stories about the old Enterprise yeah. and stuff like that, and he's talking to Jordy, and Jordy goes, Jordy LaForge, who's the engineer on the current, like, at the time, 
uh, Enterprise. He says to Jordy, he's like, did you tell him exactly how long it was going to take? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, you never tell him the exact time. You tell him it's going to take twice as long. And then when they say you can do it in half, then it looks like you're pulling miracles out your ass. And I'm wondering if that's what Baldur's Gate did. It was like, we told you that on purpose so we could release it early and show you we're awesome. If so, it's a great move. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, and, and, and to address some people in chat, at, dude, everything I just said is copium, obviously. I haven't played the game. I have no idea how it is. And here's what's even, here's what's even crazier. I just excited. That's, I mean, that I'm just excited. Be I'm, I'm literally yeah. just excited. I'm kind of known for being excited about this kind of stuff. Same as way as I am for Starfield. I literally breathe copium. I, it's, the, it's my atmosphere. But it's, it's, um, it, is, it is interesting to think also that like, the large majority of the game has never been seen before. And it's also a gigantic game. So, like, the idea of how many different bugs and crazy game-breaking things could be in there is, like, off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I've said many, I, I feel the same way about Baldur's Gate as I do Starfield, where it's like, if my playthrough actually works beginning to end, I'll be thrilled. <laughs> but I'm sure we're going to run into some stuff between A and A and Z. Like, I have absolutely no question. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We didn't, we haven't said it yet. August 3rd is when uh, yeah. it'll be launching on PC the PlayStation 5 version uh, was actually pushed back a week to September 6th, uh, which I think July is... 31st if you pre-order. Oh, you July don't need to pre-order, pre-order the collector's edition. You don't need to pre-order the collector's edition. Any pre-order of Baldur's Gate 3 will get you three days. Any pre-order. Okay. Yes, and it is only the first act. Right. So but that's still long as shit. That there's still long as shit. Yeah, there's so much <laughs> content there. I will probably be in the first act for like a week potentially. That like depending depending. So that was the other bit of there was a bunch of news. They they announced a new uh class, a couple level. races. Uh but max the other level is now twelve instead of ten. Oh, okay. The the big news, the headline news that came out or that a lot of people ran with is the fact that uh the normal playthrough will be seventy five to a hundred hours long. Uh I think he said like a completionist playthrough is around 200 hours um, with all that. And like, I, I'm, I'm definitely in the minority maybe with this, but that's too fucking that's long too for long. me. <laughs> I, think, not, I think that's too, I don't even know if I'm going to stream that for a lot dude. of people. Like, I don't, that's I fucking think that's too long for a lot insane. of people. Yep. <laughs> that's crazy. That's so yep. long. Uh, hundred and seventy-four hours of cut of yeah. cinema of cinematic no not not cutscenes cinematic things so they're counting like dialogue scenes yeah, yeah. Well, it's all motion captured is the voiced. big deal yeah yes yeah so but yeah a lot of people were like man uh, uh Final Fantasy sixteen only has nineteen hours no not the same thing like these they're they're taking into account all you will never see hundred and seventy-four hours in one playthrough right like this is just all they recorded for everything and you can play this game wildly differently like they have gone to great lengths like even just from the alpha and the different choices you can make in there like you can there's entire sections and parts of the game you will never see if you just play good like because they're literally entire areas that are designed for evil players that get unlocked by doing evil things and it's it's so yeah you you will not see anything like that in one playthrough yeah yeah it's it's that's a big one uh that, that's a that's a massive game um so i i'm i'm now in the camp of like I, I don't know why I thought it was not going to be that all, all signs pointed that it was going to be a super long game. But now that it's like out there and the numbers are out there, it's like, I don't, I don't know if I stream that that might be like an offline game for me, uh, for so many factors. One, like a hundred plus hours of a single game is rough to begin with, uh, for a streamer, uh, a single player story driven narrative game on stream 
is fucking abysmal in 2023 on Twitch. Yep. Final Fantasy's proven that, uh, I think, oh, numbers-wise. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's we'll, we'll see what happens there. I, I definitely want to play it, though. Uh, DJP, no the secret it. is you make a second channel. Uh, here's the thing, though. <laughs> if I make a second channel, I go from 1,000 viewers to 100 viewers. You make a second channel, I'll go from 10,000 the five thousand. But the point. There's the no point fucking is, point for a the, second channel. The point is that you don't. You don't need to worry about the metrics. Like that's so you can still. Stream I don't worry about the metrics the at this point. Okay, well that's fine. <laughs> but my my point is is that you know you can stream and just have fun doing it and not even have sure. The, no, the I get what you're saying. Or worry or you know and and I, I I'll be blunt. Um, Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. That's what I was about to bring I did up. A, that, that was, I did a two hundred yeah. hour playthrough of that game. By the end of that game. I was averaging between three and 4,000 viewers. And yeah. I mean, I'm talking about for like the massive, amazing finale scenes. Like it was, and, and, and my day streams at that point were like between 10 and 12,000. Yeah. So I was literally at a quarter ish of my viewership for the end of it. I'm anticipating the exact same thing for Baldur's Gate three. Um, I'm guessing a lot of it will be on my second channel and it's kind of like, I'll keep doing all the, you know, like, like it's coming out in July 31st. We've got a bunch of big games in August. We may even still be playing. Remnant a lot of two. We've games, got Armor yeah. Chord six. We've got yeah, all sorts of stuff. So, you know, I, a lot of it will be afternoon and, and cozy streams. Um, but you know, I mean, that's, it's, that's one of those things where I think a lot, and especially a lot of the other people that will be streaming it, it's, it's, they're, they're a good way to think about it. It's a passion project. It's a passion project. I mean, sure. especially if you're going to beginning to end it, like you play those games cause you absolutely love them. Not for, not for Twitch viewers. I mean, unfortunately. It, you said the other streamers that are going to be streaming, I don't. I don't know who's going to stream that. <laughs> uh, it's from... probably going to be, I think I'm going to be the only streamer on Twitch streaming Baldur's Gate 3 most likely. Well, I think of like your size. Yes. hundred percent of your size probably. without question. Yeah. Uh, I don't, unless I guess Dan as well, Dan will probably do it as well. Maybe we'll see. There's a lot well, of might. games. What? You, you, I think the I was the way? only, I was, I think I was the only large streamer who did, both the King make both the Pathfinder games. I don't think I don't think any other streamer did any of the Pathfinder games. I think those are more Especially niche than Baldur's Gate. To be That's honest. true. That's yeah. a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, I think people will check it out for like the first week or so, and then oh, good. Soda Poppin might. He was a he was a big DOS two guy. He streamed a huge amount of DOS two. Also, I Maybe. will say this: Baldur's Gate three with the co op stuff, particularly, it could there be is good. Like a lot, like Strippin and his team you know they always do co-op like there's a yeah. huge amount of super super quality co-op gameplay in Baldur's Gate 3 just from the early access we've seen like tons of interactions tons of fun ways you can like throw people and you can throw shoes and like it's 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 rife for entertainment sure yeah the <laughs> so, co-op yeah the co-op well, might keep it busy for sure now, now that I'm thinking about it I, I bet a lot of the D&D people may dip into it too because I mean it's just so it's such an interesting interpretation of of standard Dungeons and Dragons things that I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of them dipping in and like having their own thing. I don't think there's any kind of customization or, or editor kind of thing, but I think just playing through it could be a lot of fun for them. Yeah. All right, Co, I'll do I'll do co-op with you. Jeez, stop. <laughs> like, just Finally direct me next time. Okay. Hey, I, I would love to, for the record, if you want to at some point. Like, I think doing some yes. co-op Baldur's Gate 3 Let's would be do very that. fun. You do it on should, your we second channel, do that for I'll, do it on, I'll do it on my second channel. Ezekiel the third, Great. the second. Nice. <laughs> that, <laughs> Please do that. That should be not. your second channel. That's pretty good. <laughs> Ezekiel <laughs> underscore 3332ND. 
<laughs> no, but uh, dude, I would love to do that, man. For a dude like a, a a Baldur's Gate three drop frames or something. Yeah, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. I'm down. That could be a lot of fun. We is it, will, uh, do, we will. do we know anything about the co-op? Is it is it going to be like leveled or um whatever when you jump into somebody else's game or? I don't know. Isn't it in? I, don't, I think you can do co-op right now, can't you? In, you can. In, you can. I have not done it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. So I don't know how it works. works. Yeah, me neither. I don't know how how it's going to work. I don't think you would bring your same character. Oh, over. you make Start a character on that game. Table. All okay, players okay. get to create custom characters. You can invite friends oh. to an existing single player game as well. Uh, you just hit multiplayer, select create, change the who can join your game. Uh, yeah, the host can save the game at any time. To resume the game later, the host must load one of the saves, just like they would receive their own game. Once in the game, the host should go to escape into the session menu. From there, they can hit the settings at the top right and invite any players they want to their lobby and just assign them to different characters in the party. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So, so you take over a character that you already have in the party. So, like, if I wanted to jump into your crew, I couldn't just make a new character. If you're level five and I'm level one, I couldn't do that. I don't know, but theoretically, PC. you could just jump into my game and take over one of my characters, and we could do co-op at that point. Okay. So that's that's interesting. Players can more or less do their own things in co-op. If one player starts a conversation with an NPC, the other players can watch it and suggest dialogue options, or they can just wait for the NPC to free up and have their own conversations, unless the story has moved on. Or they can just wander off and get into fights on their own, ignoring their companions. <laughs> so it's very much designed so you can kind of, you know, do your own thing. Yeah. Oh, you can create characters together if you do it at the start. So we could, you could do like create um, your yeah, own characters yeah, yeah, yeah. at the start, start of yeah, I, and then yeah. I got yeah. that much. But like, if I wanted to jump in on Ko's game and he's level seven, and I wanted to create a new character, I couldn't do that. I'd, I'd just probably just take over one of the characters that was already made. Yeah. But what we could do is we could start a game and make our two brothers from the West Marches, and then mm. I could just play that whenever. And oh, then whenever dude. You and whenever you wanted to, you could just jump in the game as your guy, and then we could bumble through. You, I'll, 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 you know what? I'll wear I'll wear a green turtleneck. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got your head cut off. Didn't we you? need to do it when you yeah. when you come over here, and that way I can just like ha- hold you, like put my hand on the head like this. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, we're talking about characters we played. Five, I don't know, six, man. Seven uh, years ago, years ago? something now. Still, a long to this time. day, eight years. To this day, my favorite D and D moments on on stream, like that was those were so much fun. Those are so much. Fun. Was nice. was West Marches mm-hmm. pre DF or post DF start? It was during DF. It was. It was, okay, it was so we yeah. were doing DF. I believe, oh, I think I think you might have started it, but I jumped on it. You jumped um, on it after we I started doing it. DF yeah, with, with you and so. Zeke. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. It's been a hot minute since all that shit. Yep. So, uh, well, we'll see what happens. I, we're it's this month. Technically, it's, I know month. we're in the month <laughs> in of freaking Baldur's Gate three. I can't yeah. believe it, dude. Yeah. I can't believe it. We're here. We're oh here. my god! I, I can't believe. I was. I can't believe it's already July. It's. it's <sighs> I know. June this year has been flying. June was crazy. The first twenty days of June for me went by like it was an instant, and then the last ten days feel like a millennia <laughs> by comparison. Where it was I just bet. like, wait, what is going? It's. I messaged. I messaged. Uh, uh jesse cox i was like hey are we good for tomorrow and he goes what what are you fucking talking it's friday bro we don't have our show till monday and i'm like oh all right i'll talk to you later (laughs) 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 so my brain has just been absolutely speaking which 
Shout out to Mr. Cox, one million. He did hit one million. Yeah, yeah. Huge shout out. Oh yeah, to, didn't uh, he? Now he's going to do his uh, Skyrim playthrough. I've heard. Oh, I did not hear that. Yeah, I'm excited for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that was his. That was his big, his big joke goal that now he has to do. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, speaking of mm-hmm. Jesse Cox, uh, it just reminded me that I finally I picked up the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Oh I yeah, play through it. Yeah, yeah. How do you like it? How do you like it? I bought the game. Yeah, there you go. Okay, continued yeah. your your play your playthrough your save or whatever. Enjoy, Not yeah, but your... I, I mean, a day and a half off is is like oh. after drop frames is my is my weekend. So like that's that's all I got planned. Yeah, is uh, checking out Final Fantasy sixteen. Nice and uh, yeah, it's I just I I mean I. I it's hard not it's hard to say like are they spoilers it's a demo like it's not that long it's only like an hour and a half but i won't spoil it yeah but like i do i I desperately want to talk about like a couple of the things that were in the demo like a couple of the scenes and i watched those and i was like this isn't final fantasy and i'm fucking off that's fucking awesome like it's it's trust we uh yeah I had the opposite thing where I'm watching a cutscene yesterday and I pause it mid cutscene and just scream, "How the fuck is this not Final Fantasy?" <laughs> right? so, no, 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 no. And I'm no. There were plenty of like final, uh, final ass fantasy. Would that would would that be how you would put it, JP? Like yeah, JS final ass fantasy. Yeah, JSRPG. That is, uh, there were some final ass fantasy scenes. Don't get me wrong, but there was a couple of them where it was just like. This is some Game of Thrones brutality shit. Yeah, I yeah, fucking uh, loved it. Uh, I sure. loved it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot more of that in the. Yeah. What I was gonna say is enjoy your movie, and we'll <laughs> we'll all talk about it when uh, when you're done. Did you, have you beaten it, JP? No, you're further than me. Uh, funny enough. Am I? Yeah. According to my oh. chat. Uh, I are you doing all the side quests? I am. Yeah. Uh, ah. Okay. And I have also just been doing like every day I start the stream. It's like. Do some main story chat. The stream ends, guys. We did one quest today of main story. Uh, that was a se- six-hour, seven-hour stream, uh, and we didn't do shit. We'll try again tomorrow, and then yeah, yeah. I and just did like for the record the fifth fight. If that makes sense to you, here's the thing. I every time I, I mean this happens when I talk about it too. Yes, Final Fantasy has always been dark, and if you look mm. behind the scenes, there's there's a lot of really dark themes and dark things in Final Fantasy. 16 however is one of the first times you see like right in front of you yeah all of this stuff like final fantasy does this pretty good job in previous ones of having darker themes but they don't like shine a spotlight on them like you know what's going on it's kind of there sometimes characters talk about it but you know it doesn't take you to where the meat's made kind of thing where in this yeah. one it's a little more overt there's no question there is a more overtly we're going to show you this instead of insinuating it theme in Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. So I, even, yeah. even the people that say Final Fantasy's always been dark, you can't deny that this one does shines more of a spotlight on it, makes it more yeah. a theme instead of something that's kind of like there and nodded to. Yeah. 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 If you've ever been but to no, a butcher that- shop, you know that's meat. That was, that's, that was a living thing. But it's a completely different thing going to the slaughterhouse. Like, so, yes, that's, that, that's a good way to here. put it. That's a good way to put it. They kind of they kind of give you a few peeks at the slaughterhouse instead of just showing you the butcher shop, which yeah. you know has always been a thing. And and sometimes you know sometimes previous Final Fantasies are pretty dark. 
I mean, you know, there's a lot of essay stuff. There's there's a lot of slavery stuff. There's a lot of like really deep meaning, you know, religion stuff. A lot of a lot of very dark themes. But yeah, this one is. Uh, there's a few like jaw dropping parts of this one where it's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like that. Wait, like, what's that in that thing? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tweeted about this, and I think it's it's worth bringing up. Um, I'm someone who has, uh, I have ADHD, but I, but also like, it's just like, I just, I've never had a good time, like paying attention to long cut scenes and all that kind of shit. And I get like, if you watched any of my Yakuza or persona, like playthroughs, I'm constantly asking chat, like, okay, who is this again? Mm. Why do I care? Blah, blah, blah. In final fantasy 16, they have, uh, active time, something. Lore. Where you hold down the, the pad, yeah, the, middle, the middle pad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ATL. That's right. It's in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> uh, you hold down the middle pad, and it pauses the cutscene, and active time lore. Thank you. Uh, it pauses the cutscene, and it puts up little circles with pictures inside, which is super important. Um, because in other games I've seen, it has, like, there's, like, keywords, and you can, you know, press on the keyword, and it'll give you, like, a text box. This one, you press the, you hold down the middle mouse or a middle uh pad on the what is it what is that pad called by the way on the touch PS pad i think touchpad. just the touchpad okay yeah you hold down the touchpad and it pauses the cutscene and brings up little circles with like pictures of the character picture of the place picture of the item picture of the monster whatever and then it has like two or three sentences saying like why you're looking at them why they're in this scene what they're about uh you know and that kind of shit and it it's just been like when they when i first uh, tried it it was awesome i fucking loved it especially since i can't pay attention and i'm like who the fuck is this again i do that all the time and now like that it's like amazon x-ray which i absolutely love i wish more <laughs> more streaming sites would have that because i love watching like movies that i've seen before and then like mouse like put the mouse on the screen and going in this scene blah 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 was asked to do this and then like i love that shit so yeah the behind the yeah, scenes it's fantastic stuff. Yeah, I think the ATL is, is fantastic. That that gets expanded upon a little bit, Zeke, uh, that you'll find uh, when you actually start, like, the main game, I guess, as it were, the not demo. Um, mm. So it, that's a, a great thing that uh, I think if companies have the resources to, uh, would really, really benefit greatly for. Like, imagine that in Baldur's Gate. I think that would be incredible if you could just pull that stuff up uh, in the middle of stuff and be like, oh, yeah, that's this person. And they're connected because of this and because of that and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I, I think the active time lore stuff is cool. There's, there's a lot that I think we could, we could talk about, but I think, I think we should wait till Zeke plays a little bit more than all three of us can join in. So is it, is it going to be like, like one, one button to attack most of the way through? Depends on how you play nope. it. Like you could <laughs> okay. do that. The, the but general, it's the not general worth action doing that. is. Yeah, but okay. it gets to a point where, like, the the whole the whole big thing about Final Fantasy sixteen is managing stagger states on large enemies. Normal enemies are just pushovers. They're always just pushovers. Just dodge around, okay. hit X a few times, whatever. Those that's you can do some air combos and flashy stuff, but it's not a big deal. The big stuff is the stagger enemies, where you have to break the stagger bar and then do as much damage as you can during the stagger state. That becomes significantly more engaging. As you start getting okay. way more icons, as you start getting way more abilities than you can use, and you have to start pick and choosing what you want to synergize and how you want to synergize it, when you want to use things and how you want to use things to build up your multiplier, to deal with the stagger stuff, all that kind of stuff, uh, it becomes a lot more engaging. It is very railroady. Like once you find out like 
how you want to do it, then that's basically what you just do forever until you get your next icon and either you integrate that or you don't. And then you just kind of keep doing that. So it is, right. it, but I mean, arguably that's kind of like any action RPG. While that's I have stuff. you, while we're, while we're on this subject, I had one question from playing last night. Um, what, how do you, how do you differentiate like what attacks are parryable and what attacks are not? I think like all attacks, attacks are you can parry. parry. Any, any attack you theoretically can parry if you attack them right before it lands. I personally do not use the parry mechanic. I use dodge. <laughs> I was hoping you'd I say use, that because yeah, dodge I use, it's, it's on the same fucking button as the attack and it sucks. Yeah, I use dodge myself. Uh, dodge is, okay. is a lot more easier and I okay. found to be a lot more consistent. It's a lot less timing heavy. Parrying, you're not only dealing with your own attack timing, but also the enemy attack timing. It does give yeah. you more of an opening. Um, but you dodge perfectly and you get the little extra bonus, which is nice too. But, um, yeah, my okay. 90% of my parries are just random. They just happen. So yeah, yeah they just See, happen. And that's, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad so you said that because like, cool, I felt like I was fucking doing something wrong. I felt like I was missing something. No, it's, because I'm no, like, no, I'm not, not. Parrying I'm not is amazing very, very at, at video games. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Parrying is, but is like, a super I, good thing. Advanced thing. Yeah. I, I, I played Sekiro and I got it down pretty good like playing Sekiro. Yeah. It's and I was trying to, to parry <laughs> this, the, the, the spear guy on the demo. And I was trying to parry, trying to, and I'm like, I can't fucking get this, but um, I, can get the, like, I the think dodge. you mean Dragoon Zeke. I, well, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to name it just in case. That's it's a, a final fantasy game. If you don't know what a dragon Yeah, true. Is. No, not what it is, but that the fact that there's one in there. That's no, no, uh, Since we already said it, like when I saw that, I was like, Kane. Did you know, Zeke, that that's the voice actor for Astinian from Final Fantasy fourteen? Do you even know who Astinian is? You probably don't. Probably lost on you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everything that just happened over there. There's like a lot. The of yeah. 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 There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Oh, God. Did you recognize the whistle, Zeke? Because it's the same. Wi- you have no idea what I'm talking. I'm gonna stop. Whistle for the the chocobo. No, no, no. For uh, oh. uh, who whistles? Someone is it? Jo- I forget who was. Someone whistles, and it's the same whistle that uh, Yuna made in uh, Final Fantasy X. It's the same like sound effect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Real quick, someone mentioned motion blur. I I gotta say, oh god, it's the bad. Fucking <laughs> the fucking so fight bad. scenes between like. Or the fight scenes that are in cinematics, like you start the demo in one of them, and it's good until it gets to the cinematic part, and then it's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's bad. fucking hard to watch. I'd like I I like scooted way back from my TV, and I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> cool shit is happening, and I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> there, there's a move that my chat absolutely loathes that I use, and it basically just turns my screen into like a bit rate, a bit rate fiesta, and they can't see shit at all. No one knows what's happening for like I don't know, forty five seconds on screen. Uh, it's great, it's fantastic, uh, and most of the time the the mobs will die or the bosses will die as the spell is occurring. Uh, so there's a lot of that, Zeke. There's there's a lot of. Uh, crazy things it, it happening on like, screen where you're just like man that that motion blur is not helping it's blurring the whole thing i can't see kind of sad that they were like yeah it we're sounds gonna have good 
<laughs> we're going to have a motion blur toggle and a and and configurable buttons in at launch or not at launch, but shortly after. And now, like every time, every day, no. I'm just like, Come on, same. Guys. I keep thinking it's going to hit any can moment. We, can we please get this patch out? Like yeah. it's literally a t- it's a is, toggle and a button configuration thing. Let's come on. Is that going? To, that's not going to affect cutscenes though, is it? What motion blur toggle? I don't think so. Oh, no. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't See, know. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm talking about. Like it suffers like a lot of the scenes that could be very cool suffer from the same thing that a lot of like action movies suffer from. They make the camera like jump around and they like zoom in and there's shit happening to make it look like there's a lot of action because you know, they don't want to go through the (laughs) like, that's why the matrix was so cool because you saw everything they were doing, Mm. you know, whereas a lot of action, it's just like, you know, they take the camera and the you know it's just jumping around as the action's going on and you don't get to see any cool shit and that's what this like it seems like if they if they slowed it down and backed the camera away or not slowed it down but like back the camera away a little bit i just felt like there's so there's bight colors you know if i was on mushrooms that shit would be awesome <laughs> but like sure, i wasn't yeah. and and haven't been uh while i uh, for eight days now great but um i wanted to see what was going on it was just like flashes of orange and yellow when there's fire and shit like that and it just it, it kind of disappointed me <laughs> it is the, i agree with you. the stuff you can see is really fucking cool yeah yeah there, there's a lot of stuff uh a lot of the like uh cg moments where it's like can we just like two feet like let's move two feet back uh so we could see things a little bit clear there's a lot of that so yeah, you're not alone. Uh, but I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, it's it's definitely uh, you were right. It's something that I I definitely will enjoy, and it's something I definitely would not play on stream because boy, <laughs> no one will want to watch me fumble around and fuck that shit up for hours. <laughs> sure, uh, Co, you're close to finishing it, right? <clears throat> you think? Okay, I mean, just kind of. I maybe I don't know. I'm I'm guessing it. I'm playing more i'm playing at my cozy streams now yeah um I, i've got I've, i'm guessing at least a few more i generally give it like between an hour and a half three hours a night okay so i'm guessing at least at least a few more got mm-hmm. it yeah i i i will i'm out of town wednesday through saturday this week so i'll probably stream on tuesday just like are you are you doing only main story so i've like thought about uh, i'm that, doing main but... story and plus side quests. so that's what i was gonna do and then I did a non plus side quest yesterday and it gave me one of the things that you can, how do I say this without spoiling? One of the things that you can acquire that shows up in a certain area. If that makes sense to you, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, from a non plus side quest, it's just like a visual thing. And it was a great story in the non plus side quest. I I've heard that as long as it's not like a huge major quest, um, that you can do side quests. Like there's, I think it's like a save situation where, you know, there's like a point in no return save and then you can oh, run around okay. and do more side quests. I think. Um, but I, I know I've been, I've been doing all the plus ones for sure. Yeah. And I'm mostly doing the main quests, but I I've heard that the side quests are kind of like a, they, they constantly get better as you get towards the end of the game. Yeah. And then the ones at the end of the game are, are good. Yeah. And the last few I've done have been pretty good, but frankly, I, I do feel, and I think it'll be more interesting to talk about this when, um, when we get towards the end, but I have to say like 
there are things about the game that kind of bug me. Yeah. There are things about Final Fantasy 16, especially as long as I've been playing it, where I'm kind of like, I'm kind of ready to be done with this adventure. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, from, from the looting system to the combat system to the, the, the way that they do the, the items and upgrades. And it's, I, it, I feel very similar about Final Fantasy 16 as I do about Bethesda's simplification between like Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. Like it, it, it's, I think it's a, it's a fine game on its own. I think it stands on its own. I think it's great on its own. And there's some things it does better arguably than any other final fantasy, but there's no question. There's stuff I prefer in some cases strongly in previous final fantasies. And the more I play it, the more those things kind of stick out. Mm. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be done and I'm ready to make my thoughts video. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of, you know, getting to the You're end of doing that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, I will say though that I, I'm still enjoying it and I'm still, you know, it's still a, a, a just fine game, but yeah, yeah we, we can talk about all that stuff more. Later. I, I think, yeah, the, the best way that I could like sum up or, or, uh, have a parallel statement to everything that you just said, it is a game that's made by the team that made final fantasy 14. That, that is exactly what final fantasy 16 is. Uh, and it shines through in almost all of the aspects for me. Um, and so for me, that's like, I'm super into it. I, I, I'm loving it, but I also love final fantasy 14. So Mm -hmm. it, uh, if you're not super into how that game works from a storytelling aspect, you might have some, some complaints about the game without question. Uh, and it's by no means a perfect game as well. The thing I'm uh, most wary about is, is the, the reports of it not being like challenging or difficult or or being too easy or something like that. First playthrough um, definitely is not challenging. I have not I, died. There's now. one of the things I actually plan on talking about in my thoughts. There's n- absolutely no question. They should have made the harder difficulty available at start. I agree. Like, like no question. I think that was a really weird, not great decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, we will talk about, anyway. uh, I'm sure next week, some more, if not, uh, the week after that, we'll see. Um, I'm hoping that me and Co have finished it by next Sunday, but eh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll find out. I think I have like 25, 30 hours left from everything that chat's telling me. Um, oh wait, and you're playing it just tomorrow. I'm playing it and after Saturday? stream today, all day tomorrow, all day. What's today? Sunday, okay. all day Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. try. Okay. I'm gonna try you to got, do like yeah, time. I'm gonna try okay. to do like six, ten hours for it. Cool. Probably not, but eh, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not going to be like uh, forcing it, um, so to speak. I'm going to if I if I don't want to play, then I will end the stream for the day. Type deal. Cool. Uh, jumping back to news just a little bit. Final Fantasy, I guess, surpassed three million units sold. That was four days ago. So I think the first is that the first three days. Right I was on track, million. man. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Three I think that was right on track. I think that was uh, three days of sales or four days of sales. But they've said verbatim that was like the point of this Final Fantasy, more approachable to a larger audience, and I think they're they're nailing it. Yeah, they're nailing it. Absolutely, congrats and good for them. Absolutely. Uh, Call of Duty news, which is interesting, only because of how they're operating. So they put in an anti-cheat update, and so now for cheaters in Call of Duty, they are quote unquote hallucinating imaginary opponents within the game. And so the idea, I guess, is that when you're aimbotting, 
and it's locking on to other players, it's locking on to fake players that the game puts into your client. And I think that's like a really brilliant way <laughs> to kind of manipulate the what what a cheater is attempting to do because they're just shooting ghost targets that don't exist. And it's very easy to know when you just see like someone locking on to nothing in the open. It's My a question cool way about to that, that though is if you are convinced enough to fundamentally change somebody's gameplay experience that they're cheating. Why not just ban them? At that point, why are you even putting them in games with people that aren't? Yeah, I think because it's so hard to catch them, if that makes sense. Like this is a f- In that case, they're fundamentally changing people's gaming experience that may not be cheating? Well, they won't it seems see almost it. almost worse. I yeah, I I don't know. I I think it's because of how the code works in terms of it thinking that it's another player. Or or someone in chat says it's valuable info on how cheats work. I don't know. I'm reading the headline, not how the actual tech works. Oh, 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 oh. Chat's saying they're not visually there. Oh, 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 oh. I thought they were putting in like actual fake players. You're saying they're putting in like the data of those players that aren't there. They're invisible to normal people. I, okay, when you said when he said hallucinating, I thought it meant like it was hallucinations, it says, like you see what's not actually there. Yeah, okay. the article says okay. the newest mitigation, which is simply called hallucination, places decoy characters in the game, which only cheaters can see. According to Team Ricochet, these decoys are, quote, undetectable by legitimate players, and they cannot impact a legitimate player's go. aim, progression, awesome. end of match stats, or overall gameplay experiment, uh, but serve to disorient So it shouldn't cheaters. say only cheaters can see them. It should say only cheats can see them, like the program. Yes. Yeah, not yeah, the yeah. actual players okay there we go that's says, cool uh, that's cool i yeah. like that wow they, they look that's move wild. and act like a real player and trigger the same information a real player would trigger in cheating software making them appear legitimate the game will place these hallucinations near a suspicious player and if a player interacts with them in any way that will quote self-identify as a cheater and then they get banned yeah yeah okay says so according to team uh ricochet the hallucin- uh, hallucination mitigation can either be deployed to known cheaters to keep them distracted while more analysis takes place or deployed to suspicious players to see if they interact with the mitigation and essentially so out themselves as a cheater. They're fishing for cheaters. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're fishing. So they're like throwing out bait. <laughs> and then when they get hooked, they're then like, gotcha. And they ban you. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, it's like the, awesome. fr- the first, uh, like, synopsis you gave of this i just i i pictured like you go into like this big like group battle thing and you see like what's frank doing he sees ghost man he's shooting a ghost <laughs> this guy's like ah, 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 he's ah. just unloading <laughs> it's like what is he shooting at Dude, visions that, man he sees them you, just the rule you know of numbers is? that's you know gonna happen is? with friend groups someone's probably gonna oh, be 100%. hacking within a friend group and they're gonna be like guys there's someone over there i swear i saw him are What's cheating, also bro? hilarious to think about, <laughs> just think about that moment when a cheater is playing it around and they see their screen snap to nowhere and start firing yeah. that moment of realizing, oh, I just got caught yeah. like that split second. It's just like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be delicious. I love it. It's amazing. I love yeah, it. just like, and then they just have to sit there and wait for it because they know it's coming. 
and you know what? Uh, um, oh, so oh God! Think of the Twitch streamers who are going to get clipped with that. Oh <gasps> yeah, that's true. Here, oh no! Caught in 8K. <laughs> <laughs> so from your co from your chat, Shobes99 said, "Why did they announce that? Why not keep it quiet?" And that's a question. Good oh, question. dude, I um, I I promise you, they've been working on this for months. It's probably already been in for months. Yeah, like yeah. they probably just announced it because oh, maybe okay. somebody found it out, or maybe it's okay. maybe they figured out that a hacker group went public detecting it. Like, yeah, okay. there, there's no question that they just came out with this and announced it. Um, and if anything, I bet you now that people know it's there, like, because here's the thing, here's the thing. Hacking in video games is never a binary. It's never on off. It's a constant race between yeah. the hackers and the devs. So it could be the kind of thing that maybe they announced it now because maybe one of the, the big cheats found a way around it. And they're like, okay, now that they, now we have to do the next thing. And now we have to do the next thing. Like that's, that's, it's, you know, it's, it's all, it's just a race. It's a race. So if they announced it now, there's a reason they announced it now. You yeah. just probably don't know what it is. Yeah. It's very cool to see, uh, to very see cool. them do that though. Uh, and I, I think one of the biggest complaints about the COD multiplayer, uh, this past, I don't know, decade, really past five years, is just the cheating has gotten so crazy, um, within that, that world that, uh, they're starting to have to do things like this. Dude, cheating uh, is one of the the things that's been pinged for the reasons the cycle's shutting down. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't. I just apparently saw that they it lost was shutting them. down, but I didn't know that I, was why. I, I was not a player myself, but when I asked a few people who had been actively playing it, they're like, "Oh yeah, like a lot of people left because they couldn't get control of of you know what was going on in that game." Wow. So, I mean, that happened to Tarkov. It didn't shut down, but a lot of people stopped playing. Well, they're still they're still dealing with that situation. Yeah, like that's that's an ongoing issue. What's shutting down the cycle frontier? It was like a a more arcadey sci-fi extraction shooter. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never played. Turn, I, turn it off the servers. I know, like Sacriel and and that that group. Of, uh, I did a sponsor stream of it. Yeah, was it, it was it was fine? Like, it was hard. Okay, like I I felt like it wasn't really doing too much to push extraction shooters further. And if anything, it was more kind of like a I guess it was more kind of arcadey, which I I feel I feel like if you want an arcadey extraction shooter, you'd probably be playing. A different game like if you want arcadey you generally go a different way with it it was it was a fine game it was cool but like i felt it was a little too uh streamlined okay it was a little too like i you know extract like dark and darker and stuff like that's a lot more interesting because there's so many more items with stats and different kind of fun things this one was kind of even when i was playing with uh with sacral he was like yeah you know it's a, it's a simpler version of that other stuff and didn't really didn't really click with me too much yeah well shutting down is it already shut down or have they announced like a final date did you go oh no no no! i think it shuts down in like september oh okay so they're gonna keep chat keep servers up for a little bit i chat will have to correct me there let's see i think it's like end of september uh september 27th is when it'll go offline uh yeah developer gave a few reasons for the shutdown including an interesting one experience for everyone isn't that the cyberpunk release date no maybe not maybe i don't know (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to tell me. We have some cyberpunk news. Speaking of that, I'll use that as a jumping off point. Uh, the you're, you're welcome. Uh, the VP and PR of communication. Uh, oof. Mc Mikhail Plat. Oh God, Platkal Gilwuski. We will sit here until you pronounce it properly. I mean, I'm just gonna go to Google. <laughs> I'm just going to Google because Google's never wrong. Google's never wrong, Zeke. Yeah, wrong. let's just call him Mikhail. Yeah. Mikhail. Let's go with that. Um, he gave a, uh, a lengthy interview to uh, GameIndustry.biz 
the headline to come out of that is, uh, I'll, I'll give you the lengthy quote instead of just the snippet. Uh, he says, quote, I was personally not happy with how things turned out. I was not expecting that. I knew immediately that we had to come back. I like the spot we were in. I'm not talking about the peak of the hype, but the two years before that. We had our community. We liked them. They liked us. It was awesome to work at CD Projekt Red. After the release, it was tough, but I knew that we had the same people. The gamers are the same. We just need to fix our relationship. The only thing we can truly do is just deliver what we are capable of. I have a feeling that soon we will be able to do that, and hopefully that will be a new beginning for everyone. Uh, and then he goes on to say, quote, we need to fix the relationship with our players. And he's not wrong. Like, from a PR perspective, that's exactly what you need I to do. Feel, wasn't there another much more damning quote that came out of that? I don't know. That was the headline that I saw. What, what do you know the, the subject matter for that? I think, I think there, and here's the thing. I'm not sure. I think there was a quote where he basically was like, the reason that the cyberpunk release was, was so bad was because it became like fun to hate CDPR or cool to hate CDPR. There was you guys that, what I'm talking about? I don't know if that's the same interview. I do remember reading that. Is that different? Yeah. No, I, I, I will say that everything he says is absolutely right. Like CDPR shot themselves in both feet by, by basically completely dishonoring their player base in terms of like obfuscating the, the state of cyberpunk, not delivering on what they promised. Like they, 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 that's one of the furthest fallings of a dev ever in terms of public relations with their player base. So they do have a lot to make up for it. They have been trying for two years. And to be honest, like Phantom Liberty is going to be, that's going to be probably one of the biggest deciding factors on if they actually even have a chance of recovering. Not, not a lot of people, cause this has been weird. A lot of people have said like, oh yeah, Phantom Liberty is going to come and everything's good. It's like, you know, Phantom Liberty is their chance. Like, yeah, Cyberpunk is, has made some grounds and they've cleaned it up and it works better and they've added some stuff. That's cool. But that is that has then opened the door to the chance <laughs> of them recovering. Right. Like, I don't think they're ever going to be where they were. I don't think they're ever going to be where they were. Like they, they pretty hard. I mean, yeah. the, the lies, the obfuscation, like that was that was that was peak corpo. And that and that was the opposite of what I think a lot of people expected from CDPR. Um, but can they, can they recover? Not necessarily all the way, but can they recover from that? They absolutely can. And they've, they're on the path to doing that in a lot of ways with their updates and enhancements. But Phantom Liberty is going to be like, that's going to show us the direction of this company in terms of if they're really trying to repair the, the player base or if they're trying to just make more money off their player base. Right. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a very, as, as a CDPR fan, full disclosure, it is a very, uh, um, tumultuous and interesting time at the end of September. Like I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but there's, there's no more guarantees with CDPR. Like we're going to have to see. Yeah. 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 So the, see. the game industry.biz was the original article and the headline that they went with was we need to fix. It was kind of it, puff piece is like a weird thing, but it kind of is puff piece. Like they're basically saying like, we need some good faith game industry.biz. The articles that covered that article did have the quote that you said, Co. And that was, mm. uh, quote, I actually believe Cyberpunk on launch was way better than it was received. And even the first reviews were positive. Then it became a cool thing to not like it. We went from hero we to zero really fast. That was a tough moment. We didn't know what was happening. We knew that the game is great. Yes, we can improve it. Yes, we need to take time to do it. And we need to rebuild some stuff. 
That took us a lot of time, but I don't believe we were ever broken. We were always like, let's do this. See, that's, that's the, that's the stuff I saw. Yeah. That's the stuff that made me be like, okay, you are being disingenuous. Like, like that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a disingenuous statement. The game was, (laughs) was not, no, I don't think anyone realistically could have stood up at CDPR and said that game represents us fundamentally as a company the day that it came out like that. If that's really what you stand behind and put, I don't, I don't think in their heart of hearts that anyone at CDPR felt that way. I think they all knew that it was rushed to get out the door as fast as possible. It wasn't done. The, the, the previous gen console stuff was literally atrocious where they're one of the few times it actually got pulled from the store. Like it was that bad. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the idea that it's like, it became fun to hate on it. No, no, it was, it, was, it deserved a lot of that hate when it came out, like a hundred percent, it deserved it. Especially, I mean, there were people that only saw that game through the perspective of a previous gen system, which arguably was horribly broken. So, you know, that was not a, it was not a fun to hate on CDPR thing. It was deserved at that point. Yeah. Um, that was the lowest of the low for that company. So hopefully it will be the only lowest of the low. Uh, you know, hopefully they've learned from that. We'll see. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that co- comments like that, where it's just like, they're trying to kind of sweep it under the rug. No, it's actually a great game. People just, they, they, they don't know how to play games. Well, that's all. It's kind of like, dude. Yeah. It, it, it looks so much better when a company owns up to that kind of stuff. And it has the opposite effect when they try to do the exact same thing they did when the game came out, obfuscate the facts. Yeah. They, when they try to cloud it, when they try to, Oh no, it was actually a fine. No, they're trying to rewrite history in a lot of ways. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Where it's like, no, own up to that, like embrace that, own up to it and be like, we're going to do better. And your player base will fundamentally respect you more for that. Uh, do the opposite. And you're just, you're just, you're just being corpo again, man. You're just doing the same (laughs) shit that everyone hates you for. You're just being corpo again. Stop it. I love that. That's a, the, Given the premise of the game, I love that Corpo. <laughs> oh, I know, right? It's so good. It's so good. Uh, hey, we finally got clarification on Starfield having a physical game disc. It will have a physical game disc. Some versions. <laughs> PC copies will have a game code. <laughs> the Xbox version will have a disc. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, PC copies will have a game code. Jesus, what a such such an amazing non-issue. Hundred like, <laughs> percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's an interesting, and I don't. There's not much information to go from here. Uh, there was Nintendo was talking to investors during a Q and A session, um, and the Nintendo president uh, indicated that Nintendo accounts would be a staple for users going forward. He also said that they plan to make a smooth transition for customers from the Nintendo Switch to the next generation console by using the Nintendo account. So I don't like then it's it. They didn't clarify what that meant. Like, does that mean that all of your Switch games carry over to the new system? Is it backwards compatible? Is it is it your account will work on both? Like, I I wouldn't I wouldn't think any of that. And yeah. I would think that, that they're just saying, like, I think they're trying to stay competitive with Sony and Microsoft and that kind of, where you have your, your Microsoft account, you have your Sony account. I think, yeah. I think that's all they're saying. I would not look into it any more than that. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, that's yeah. I, I, I hope. Yeah. And somebody in chat just said, JP, they don't even know what that. 
They're still they're still figuring out the internet. Exactly. Can't really look deeper into that. There's no deeper at all. Like he was just saying words that sounded good together. That's right. That's right. Uh, Here's a wild stat that came out of that. There's 290 million Nintendo accounts across console and mobile. That's fucking crazy. That is an insane amount of of accounts out there. So it's almost as many as coalition mobile app users. (laughs) Yeah. Is it? You run an ads on those (laughs) all the time, (laughs) all the time. It's mostly just for my bath water though. There you go. There I do go. sell a lot of bath water though. I've got to, I've had to take so many baths recently. Oh yeah, clean. can I can but I help before you buy? I, okay, listen, buyers beware. It doesn't taste different from any other bath water. Well, like Zeke, I thought it would, okay. I can. I th- earlier this week I found some new bath. It's Ollie's bath water. I sold Co on some of this earlier. Uh, this I, week. I legit. I read that tweet and almost like instantly unfollowed. I, I, I had to like, I laid the like one hand was trying to unfollow and the other was kind of holding it off. being like, no, it's JP. He doesn't do this often. Just <laughs> it's okay. Dude, it is. That is some, that might be the most foul situation is- I've ever felt. Yep. So, yep. The, yep. I don't even want to explain what I'm talking about. You can go to. You can go to my Twitter oh, no, and waste no. one of your 600 tweets on. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, this is back. This is back when you could read tweets on Twitter, um, yeah. which is, you know, you have to be careful now. Don't waste one of your <laughs> oh. 600 on this. Yeah, we so, haven't talked about real, that, real, but we could. Just oh, just God. real quick uh, for me, I use I, I, I primarily only use TweetDeck unless I'm on my phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And does it even work? I have. It does work, but my my. <laughs> user column like like the, the my tweets column is not does not load and oh, yeah. yeah oh there's there's all sorts of of things right now yeah 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 it's kind of a mess over there and i don't know if we need to spend necessarily too much time on it i don't think we the do TL, yeah. the tldr it's just a fucking is, mess. is it's just a it's, fucking it's, mess. it's a it's a fire it's a fire right now and what's even what is the crazier, 600 thing though okay the 600 thing is because basically um, now here's the there's a public reason and there's a private reason that's been going around. Whoa, hold on, reason, hold on, hold on, hold on. What the the, the what is the six hundred thing first before you give me the reason? I, I will I will start with that. The six hundred thing is Elon tweeted out that there's something called website scraping, and that's when bots and various other things load a bunch of things on a website and they scrape all the data off it and then use it for their own means, be it sorting gotcha. or getting information, whatever. Elon Musk said, there is too much scraping going on on Twitter and I don't like it. So what I'm going to do is if you're a Twitter blue subscriber, you can only load 600, 6,000, uh, uh, what are we going to call them? Posts, 6,000 Twitter posts. Uh, if you are a, if you are a established user that is not verified, which is not blue, you're not paying then you get 600. And if you're a new account, then you get 300. And the, what he is saying that is doing is that is preventing scraping, which is uh, a way that, that ex- external websites gather data off Twitter. Now, the problem is that there is, and, and, and that's, you know, I'm sure like that could be a reason, I guess, um, <laughs> like that, sure, whatever, we'll go with that. Um, you know, why he would care about that and why it would affect anything really is whatever. But anyway. There is another thing going around, and and this is the one that I was talking about this morning, and, and some people are saying this is proven, and some people are saying it's not, and there's all sorts of weird things going on, but there's this other thing going around where they're saying that on June 30th, a very large, huge bill 
that that Twitter owed Google came up and that it was either not paid or the contract was not renegotiated as it should have been. The rumors that the person doing that was fired. Um, and basically what happened is the amount of data that Twitter can use from its backend services essentially was strongly restricted down to a very small amount. And that that was then the reason that Elon was now trying to restrict so much data that so many people can use. Um, because essentially like, you know, you'd go to a website, it wouldn't be able to load a tweet. It would then start sending requests. Twitter was like DDoSing itself. It was this huge, it's just, it has basically become this massive multifaceted mess that no one is a hundred percent sure why is happening. And the only person that probably really knows is Elon. Uh, the whole website is kind of in, in, in disaster recovery mode. Um, and, and nobody's really sure what's going on with the futures. Now here's the thing. The limited tweet stuff is supposed to be temporary. So it could be that him and him and Google, if that really is the reason they all figure their stuff out and everything's hunky dory in a few days, maybe that's, what's going to happen. In which case the scraping thing was probably all a big lie from the beginning. Um, or this could be the beginning of the actual downfall of Twitter. We don't know. (laughs) We have no, we have no idea because we don't have all the information. So what's what's the time limit on the 600? Uh, I think it's daily. I think it's 24 hours from 24 hours. I think he said at one point a day. And here's the thing. There was all sorts of weird stuff going on. Like there were some people that were on my Twitter last night that were actively trying to hit the limit and not able to do it. There was one guy who was like, there was one guy who's like, I have been, I've, I've literally counted like 22,000 plus posts now. And I, and I don't see any limit. And then there's other people who are posting screenshots of them being limited. And they're like, I've barely used it. So like, so nobody really knows what's going on. Um, it's, 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 and, and again, I don't know if we're ever going to really know considering this is all stuff happening in the back end, and Elon's a huge troll and he may be the only person that knows what's actually going on. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a mess. It's, it's a mess. mess. That's you can just, that's, sum it that's up. really it's, all it comes down to. It's, it's just a giant mess. fucking mess. <laughs> it's a giant mess. Yeah. That's really about it. So, so all, it's just, you, just scroll, you, sc- you scroll down as like for the people who, who are saying like, I hit my limit 10, 20 minutes on your in your chat code like you just scroll down and then it just says like the end like i know it no you I've just get to you get, i think rate like, limit exceeded rate limit exceeded says, something like that message, rate limit yeah. exceeded yep so you, you get right, to it like, you, as you scroll down in twitter eventually you will get to the bottom where it will load the next set of of tweets it will continue loading your timeline some people are claiming it gets to a point where when you normally would load the next of your timeline it just says rate limit exceeded and you can no longer load posts on your account that's that's what people are saying i have yeah. never hit that limit so I do not know, but I don't really use Twitter hugely that much these days. So I don't know if I'd actually hit the limit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So say I go to one person's Twitter page mm-hmm. and I'm looking for like a really old tweet of theirs and I'm scrolling through like every You're asking questions and nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. You'll okay. have to, you'll have to do it yourself. No, yeah. but nobody knows new tweets, yeah. old tweets, history tweets, tweets that were made that day. Like, no, well, the reason why I bring that up is because like, uh, is it, is it hiding um, or, or making it more difficult to go back in someone's Twitter history and see a post they made from 2014 or whatever. I'm guessing this entire thing is so people can't see Elon's old tweets. If that's what you're asking, yes, yeah, that's what I'm asking. That's that's probably what's going on right now. Maybe, yeah, hundred percent. It's all a fucking mess. It's all a massive yep. mess. Uh, and and from in terms of like where it actually matters to money, folk, uh, advertisers. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm tweets. sure every single advertiser so, saw that and was like, I'm sorry, 
scraping like that's that your excuse me yeah hey phil can you cancel our twitter contracts <laughs> like not a there's not a single advertiser that saw that tweet and was like this is a good thing like yeah, i guarantee no. you every single advertiser was just like okay we it's time to go yeah. they're already having issues with advertisers so it's like yeah. man I, uh, I it's a fucking mess he has to know that that's what all the advertisers are going to think when he put that up like oh, to, to announce yeah. to your to announce to your user base that you are going to dramatically restrict how much they can use your service and you are literally a partial ad platform mate that's the only reason that i could actually think that google thing is true like that had to be a last resort like that had to be a last resort you would never test or try something like that you can literally lose all of your biggest advertisers so yeah I don't know, man. The whole it's just such a ridiculous situation. It, it's Barry, such a ridiculous situation. Uh Barry and, and my chat says maybe even the more crazier thing is uh if you're logged out, you can no longer see tweets now as well. So you have yeah, to have yeah, an account. That, that was the that. whole that was yeah. That was the whole scraping thing. Like because yeah. he didn't he didn't want non accounts to be able to do that. Yeah. Which is why there's other there's other things going around, like maybe this is him trying to funnel as many possible people he can into Twitter into Blue. Twitter like Blue. He, he's yeah. just he's making it he's making like that big last push. Yeah. Um to see how much he can get it. So like a, a lot of folks are thinking like that this is the this is the the start of him getting to the point where he announces it's insoluble. And like and and basically being like, I you know. Twitter's not making it's, money. I'm I'm turning it off. Like you know, this is last ditch, last ditch effort kind of things. The uh, the wild thing, again rumors, rumors. You can. This happened a while back, I think, at least for me, and I think we maybe even talked about it. But uh, it's weird considering how much of like my actual life has been cataloged on social media to where like if I go to my feed, I can find tweets from. 13 years ago and see what was happening on this day, 13 years ago. Exactly. Uh, and for all of that to potentially just like be turned off somewhat be in like not accessible is it's like, like Twitch it's all over again. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very sad it really for me. It's um, crazy to think that, that your presence on the internet can just be turned off. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's well, by the way, just to, just to address something in chat, somebody in chat specifically said, you guys are pushing misinformation. I, f I feel like we've been peppering and have been trying very hard to say that n that n these are rumors. Nobody knows what's actually going on. This is just what people are saying. We do not know. The only person that does is a known troll that has very little public trust. So, like, yeah. I cannot be clearer that, that nobody really knows what's going on. Let me just say that again. There's no misinformation because we're telling you this is useless information. <laughs> this is literally, yeah. like, no one knows. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Feel like Good. that guy's got sure like Twitch blue and just like his Twitter account is now at the top of the, <laughs> the chat. I just I just want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> Gotta be clear about this. We, yes, this is essentially gossip. This is gossip girls featuring three middle aged men. That's exactly right. Hundred percent. I am gossip yeah. girl. That's me. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh what else? I'm a Samantha. You're a Samantha? Okay. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. I took a I took a quiz and that's what I got. What are we talking about? Today, <laughs> uh, chat's been spamming this for a while now. So, in an attempt to uh, cover the story so that they can move past it, uh, GoXLR is shutting down. They've they posted on their uh, their Discord uh, a message and it said, uh, "I'm 
kind of just scanning us for the first time. If you're not aware, TC Helicon just laid off all remaining staff in the Canada office, which was responsible for firmware, software, driver support for Go XLR products. There are no longer any TC Helicon members that are part of this Discord. Before the team left, they provided the last update that is in beta. We were told that support would be moving forward to a different team, but we have not heard anything since they were let go. This news was unexpected, oh. and the MVP and Big Brains decided uh, to make a post about the uncertainty of the device moving forward. We've been trying to assist with issues, but it is basically a full-time job to support uh, 30K members of this Discord. We don't, we don't have admin rights to the server, but we have enough access to keep it running for the time being. Uh, it's a it's a rather lengthy post. I could show it on, on stream here. But so, essentially, like, talk. it's not going well. For those wondering, by the way, JP, can you... There's been a lot of, like, what is GoXLR in chat? Yeah, GoXLR is uh, basically a device where it's kind of a all-in-one uh, solution, audio solution for that was really targeted and marketed to streamers about six years ago, seven years ago. Five or six years. Yeah, and I would I'm say... Saying, I'm looking at one on my desk. Yeah, a lot of folks use them uh, and, and have used them. Um, and it kind of changed uh, or, or created, rather joined a market for like streamer-centric products. The Roadcaster Pro 2 and the Roadcaster Pro 1 are both... Very similar devices that Rode, who's a major manufacturer in the audio world, decided to uh, iterate on and, and go with that moving forward. Um, I don't think that the Go XLR, was it always in beta? Was it always like a, or was it a fully, like, co? I, I never used one. I, I always stayed away from it because I had a different two PC solution. But was it like, would you say it was a 1.0 product, Co? Or were there always uh, issues with it? I mean, it was, there was always something with it. Yeah. Like, I, I had to get mine working, the one I'm using now properly, I had to go on their Discord and get, like, a custom firmware sent to me. Yeah. Like, just, you know, and, I, and a lot of streamers had to deal with with random little things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. very very much, uh, like, streamer or Twitch-adjacent hardware um, that a lot of folks use and, and used and still use today uh, on this very show, in fact. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems like they have fired all of their staff, um, and potentially that that might be the end of the company. Anyway, yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, it looks like I'm gonna have to. I mean, I I have one of those. You you recently either recommended or or linked uh, the road. That's what I'm using right now. Yeah, yeah. I've got one of those, so I'll, I'll probably talk to you about getting that. You know, it's the same setup here. Same thing from my understanding. Yeah. Uh, Zeke, did you ever get a roadcaster? Are you still on Go XLR? What do you? Because I I know you. No, go, I. I you're I went to go XLR and never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's 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 simple enough for a caveman like me to to figure out, and you know it's got. I mean that's why so many people use it because it's just it it took the place of three different fucking pieces, big pieces of equipment that I I used to have. Yeah. Um. Do you think like what's the, what's the shelf life of it if if in fact like go XLR software updating is done, how long will it continue to function? <laughs> Uh, is, I mean, I don't know any update on like windows or, uh, OBS or anything could potentially think, break it, but it should still work for the most part until a windows. Do you think there will be, it, do you think there will be like crowd patches? Like people that just use it and like it will maybe. patch it. Yeah, maybe. I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I would think they'd be found in that discord. If there's 30,000 members of it, there's probably someone that might take up the banner and Try to support. I was going to say, I don't know if it's confirmed, but somebody in chat said that they uh, may be open sourcing it. Oh, which would be interesting. That'd be kind of cool. Like that could be, that could be kind of cool. Like maybe someone would actually run with it. Yeah. 
maybe. Okay. But I, I would say, Zeke, if it's working now, keep using it. Don't know. Oh, yeah, still touch it. <laughs> That's kind of my plan, too. Yeah, I just yeah. don't just don't touch it unless you have to. I mean, if it's doing what it needs to, then yeah. no reason to mess with it. Just wait for the next Windows update that'll inevitably, inevitably break it. And then, you know, move on from there. If you're on Windows 10, a lot of that stuff is Windows is already kind of like Microsoft's already moved past that. So you might not, there might not be anything to oh, break. It. Somebody said, uh, in the last part, it's in the last part of the discard, uh, discord message that was shown on screen. The Linux dev takes over most likely and open sources it. Uh, Oh yeah, we're soft launching the new Discord to support the new tools, not associated slash affiliated with TC Helicon. Okay, I'm not sure how much longer this Discord will exist. So, mm. yeah. Uh, oh, oh, the middle of it is they're very close to releasing a standalone open source app that has all of it, uh, all if not more functionality than the current GoXLR app, and it works with Windows slash Linux and a Mac port. So, yeah, and that is the Linux GoXLR app developer who was working very closely with the GoXLR team behind the scenes. So, yeah, it seems like it will be supported in some form. Whether or not it's it's official, you might have issues like with uh, with drivers installing that stuff. I guess install at your own risk. Uh, could potentially brick the, the thing. Again, if it's, if it's still working, there's no reason to patch it is kind of how I would look at it. So, right. Um, I never used to go XLR from everything that I've heard. Uh, the late shift people did. They they moved over to the Roadcaster Pro 2, and it's pretty much the same thing. Um, isn't so, it? Isn't it like a couple hundred more expensive? Uh, I don't. I don't know what a Go XLR costs, but it is six hundred. It's kind of up there uh, in price. Well, uh, no, it's not that much. Like I think a, a Go XLR is like four, four to five. They've always been on. pretty pricey. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, a Roadcaster Pro 2, I think, is six hundred. I think is, is what I was going for when I got it like a year ago. But yeah, uh, that's very, very streamer centric news there. So yeah. Uh, what else? Games. There? Yeah. Yeah. Daylick Entertainment's done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, more, more terrible news. <laughs> they're done. They put out well, Gollum. The dev team is done. Yeah. It's now a publishing team. Uh, they're no longer yep. a dev team. The dev team is done. Uh, <laughs> I know this is going to really affect the two of you, but the Gollum sequel, guys, it's canceled. They're not going to make a Gollum sequel. I know. Bummer. I know. It's. I'm sure. I'm sure you're. Devastated I'm devastated. I finished it on uh, Friday, and man, it's rough. You know, we'll never. We'll Gollum, never Gollum to the pressure, the preciousing, precious, yeah. preciousing. I don't, know, I, I don't even know. What you're you know what the most. The craziest part of that whole game is, you know how in the Precious Edition you get the Elven voice acting? When you actually get that, the dialogue is in the game and it's in Elvish, but the subtitles are not in English, so you actually lose what is being said on screen because it just, the subtitles are in Elvish. So I have no idea what was said in the end of the game for any of the elfin parts because it's an elfish. I just surprised <laughs> they didn't do that in the fucking movies. Oh you know, God, just... when Strider oh, is 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 no. talking to his lady love in elvish, and they just put the subtitles on, and it's all in fucking elvish. Like, yeah. your nerds figure it out. <laughs> it's, oh. it's like it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. 
is fucking bananas. Uh, that, <laughs> that happened. I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. That tracks for how this attracts. Don't buy that game. Uh, that's, that's, I'll say it again. Don't buy that game. It's not a good game. Uh, in any form. What was it? Golem, Golem, Lord, Lord of Ring? Lord of Ring Golem. <laughs> Lord of Ring Golem. The Lord of Ring Golem. <laughs> the, no, the Lord of Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. TM, by the way. TM. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's crazy. Jesus. Uh, and then all the other news is really from the FTC stuff, uh, from Microsoft. There's uh, that whole thing is just crazy emails and blah, blah, blah between lawyers. And it was really interesting to watch the lawyers talk about like elder scrolls 16 and then be corrected uh, elder scrolls six and then say like, Oh yeah, that's due out in 2025. And ju- it's just lawyers doing lawyers shit. Uh, and that whole thing, there's so many different little snippets that come out of it. None of it actually matters in the grand scheme of things. It's just, you finally got to peel back the curtain a little bit on the video game industry at that level, uh, and see some crazy things. Um, so if you want to dive into that, there's a whole lot of stuff that you can, um, I think that's it. Uh, oh, the Blade Runner, uh, 2033 labyrinth thing got announced at the Annapurna showcase. So did, new, you, did you watch it? I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, fine. Good. Nothing. The biggest game to come out of that was Blade Runner 2033. Um, it's being developed by Annapurna. So it's like, they have their own development team now at Annapurna. It's not just a, uh, publishing, not just publishing. Uh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, fine. they didn't really say what type of game it was. I don't think, but, uh, that's a thing that came out of there. There was a bunch of other like indie things in there. Zeke. Uh, I just like the 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 fact that like Data League is getting out of dev and Annapurna is getting into it because they were like we can do better than Gollum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think uh, it's all that for sixty. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Co, I saw you're excited about this, so I'll mention it. Uh, Assassin's Creed Four is apparently getting remade. Yeah, I think this is hilarious because I I do wonder if there was a meeting. Where at one point they were like, you know what? Just screw this whole skull and bones thing. Just give the people what they want. Just remake the one they like. Like we clearly, this isn't going to work with the skull and bones thing. Like yeah. just now the interesting thing there is that I, the original game, Assassin's Creed Four black flag is not that like, it's, it's not that old. No, and, not and at all. What I understand. It's still really pretty well. Like it holds up pretty well. So that begs the next question. Like, what are they going to remake? Like, are they just going to make it look really, really, really good? Which honestly, I'm kind of on board with that. Like that could be cool. A really, really good. Or are they going to try to like remake it in a new engine? Like I, I, I very much wonder what their definition of remaking this would be. Um, but Hey, Assassin's Creed black flag, honestly, one of the high points of the entire franchise for me. So if they want to give like more of that, I'd, I'd love another reason to replay that game. I've only played it, I think, once all the way through. So, you know, I'll play it again. Sure, absolutely. Give me a good reason with a remake. Ah, sure. Make it actually, like, remake worthy and not just a money grab. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> even even better at that it, point. It, pardon me. Uh, how much of that do you think is, if they do release that, right, the number one thing, the number one conversation around AC4 was, man, this ship combat is really good. They should make that its own game. And then Ubisoft is like, 
We got you guys. Here's Skull and Bones. <laughs> and then and then seven years later. No, no, no. But they so, skipped the seven years. So they we're skipped. gonna remake the original game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Yeah, just we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh yeah. I still honestly this this little part of me, I just I can't wait for Skull and Bones. Like I just, just oh, nothing god. Else. just like I, at this point, I just, I can't, I, no, no, you, no, you can wait and you will. You oh, will continue I, yes, to I will. I don't even think we, wait. I think we went from release date to back to no release date. I don't right? think we have a release didn't, date. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we at one point have a date? Yes. Or at least a general. Yes. Yeah. And now we're back to not having one. Correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mirage is a reimagining of the first game. Okay. So this is, this is interesting. Um, and, and we, we've had, we had this, we had this discussion during final fantasy. So like final fantasy is doing like their new kind of action RPG take on final fantasy uh-huh. while also doing kind of their, we'll call it more, not necessarily traditional, but more traditional take with final fantasy seven rebirth. That's kind of like what Ubisoft is doing with Mirage. So a lot of people erroneously thought that Mirage was a new direction for the Assassin's Creed franchise where they were trying to return to their, like their roots, so to speak with with the older style ACs, but they're not. They're making Mirage to cater to the audience that wants the older style instant kill, more original AC stuff, while still continuing to make games like Valhalla and other things. So it's it's a very similar thing. It's not a it's not a linear diversion of the franchise. It is a forking of the franchise. So we are going to see Mirage, more traditional path go. If that sells really well, I'm sure we'll see more games like Mirage. And we're also going to have this other direction of more kind of like action RPG, stat based, tons of equipment, tons of gear, like that style of game as they make more of those. So what I'm trying to say is they forked up the franchise, but <laughs> I, I, I think honestly it's with as fast as Ubisoft, here's the thing, a lot of people rag on Ubisoft all the time because their games have become very cookie cutter, very template very, you know, there, there's a reason that you can say like, oh, another Ubisoft game and you know, half of chat rolls their eyes and starts talking garbage. But here's the thing, there is a positive in that, that they can quickly get out different products. And if they actually can make an AC Mirage while also making this other Assassin's Creed thing, and they do actually successfully fork it, like that could be them actually playing to their strengths of being able to get large amounts of of content out quickly. Um, So I'm all for it, man. Like I I personally was one of the people that I kind of like both ACs for different reasons. I definitely love the older school ACs combat where you just feel like an absolute badass where every enemy would fall with one hit and you're like dancing between them, stabbing them and stuff. And like, like it was much more about the gameplay and less about the the numbers of the stuff on your character. I liked that. That was a, that was a vibe. Yeah. So if they have like new Assassin's Creed games that are beautiful and in new locations and actually bring that feeling back, I'm all for it, man. Like that's great. And they can get it out fast while doing their other stuff. Let's see it. Let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, I, the more I, I was a little lukewarm on Mirage when I first heard about it, but the more I kind of thought about it, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm that's, that's actually something I'm probably going to try and hopefully enjoy. Like maybe it'll bring back some of that, that old school AC vibe that I feel the main franchise has kind of tapered off with a bit. So we'll see. That's what uh, Ubisoft is hoping as well. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. They they (laughs) absolutely are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I, we talked, I mentioned the FTC stuff. 
one, there's two things that are very interesting to me. One of them in 2019, apparently Microsoft was considering buying Square Enix. So that was a thing that was potentially uh, going to happen, mm. think, thinking about happening. But I'm sure they looked at every company that they could potentially buy, right? And they, they settled on Bethesda in terms of what would get them the best bang for their buck. Um, the other interesting thing to come out of that was the budgets for Last of Us Part Two and Horizon Forbidden West. These are kind of crazy. So Last of Us Part Two was seven years development, 200 full-time employees at its peak, and it cost $220 million to make. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West was five years development, 300-plus full-time employees, and it cost $212 million to make. That's shit. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's so much. Money. How much did both those products make? Uh, let's find out. What did Last of Us Part Two? Uh, that might be a harder question to answer. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. Horizon Forbidden West sales top eight point four million units. Franchise sales top thirty two point seven. That was May 9th, twenty twenty three. So eight point four million. I think it's it, it conservatively. I think is it a sixty or seventy dollar game? Uh, for Horizon, that was. Uh-huh. Just do six. Do sixty. Do sixty on. So that's it's probably seventy. That's five hundred million dollars. Yeah. So they made it back. Well, they made it back. They doubled it. They over doubled it. Yeah. So um, June eleventh had Last of Us Part Two selling uh, over ten million copies. Last of Us Two was ten million. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're sitting in a similar boat. Yeah. So I mean, that seems like a lot of money, but they made it. They made it all back, man. They 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 made their investment back in more and got a couple yachts. <laughs> they they did get Jim a couple they yachts. Did. Yeah, they absolutely did. Um, that, oh, that did is they a good sell point. bathwater though. That's no. a great point. Uh, oh, somebody. This is not a spatula. This is a pop filter. It's a pop filter for Mike. <laughs> yeah. um, Chad is pointing out a great uh, a great thing about those numbers is that did not include marketing for the game, and marketing can sometimes oh. be. You know, another fifty hundred million. I'm sure that. there's yeah, if that's just dev, there's a lot of additional stuff that that could have yeah not not included. Yeah. I don't think it's three hundred million included, but it's you're that's that's a definitely a good point. Yeah. It's just it's good, good point. Wild to consider how much those games cost. Anyway, speaking of games, what have you guys been playing? Where should we start? I've I've been playing like one game nonstop. You still diving? And it's so good are you so uh, are you in the new content yet of dave the diver oh yeah is it is it good like what is it it's great have knowing I, how do we talk about this without spoiling the game can we can you tell me what's in the later dave, half of the game i the game the thing about dave the diver that is so absolutely freaking incredible is that i the game just keeps coming up with new stuff Dave the Diver is a pixel art sushi Yakuza simulator. And yes, Seek, you heard what I said. <laughs> Dave the Diver is basically a Yakuza game where there is like a main story that is just flanked by like endless mini games in, in your path to get there and tons of side content. And like it is, it is horribly entertaining in terms of 
how they're shown to you, how like they're, they're all fun and easy. Um, there's like, there's management, there's creative building, there's mini games, there's, um, there's, there's getting of the damn fish. There is a little store simulator. There's like a hiring, like, uh, like basically it's, uh, it's, it's very similar to the, um, Majima's, uh, host club kind of management of employees and stuff. There's like a, there's, there's, it, it's, it's so good. And it's $17. Like it is, it is so far for me, no question. The best value of 2023, no question. Like if it is even slightly interesting to you, it's 17 bucks, go buy it. And uh, the music is great. The presentation is great. The, the characters are actually fun and entertaining. Um, the, the world is constantly changing. So it's, you're not doing like the exact same thing every time you're constantly getting upgrades. You have multiple upgrade pass. There's little events that happen all the time. Um, there's, there's tons of different ways to play it in terms of like what you want to focus on and how you want to do it. You can focus just the main story and do that. If you want to, you can kind of take breaks and, and focus on other things like special events that come by or certain customers or things like that. I mean, it is, it is such a cool game. Um, and it's, it's just a huge amount of fun and I could not recommend it for more as like a summer indie really chill game it's so chill it's so chill um it's not like subnautica underwater where you have to like get worried about dying and stuff like if you don't <laughs> want to die in this game it's so easy not to die and it's totally fine and and yeah it's great maybe maybe you just said the reason why it didn't grab me because i played it for two hours and i never went back and it's because like there's no consequence it, it feels it feels like there's there's no stakes hmm. to the game there, that's right, because it's mostly fish, not cows. But the big thing is that it's it's it, the, <laughs> got him. Uh, <laughs> great, it's been a great what eight eight, eight plus years? years. Yeah, look, we'll see. Yeah, you, we'll awesome. see you okay. on the other side, Zeke. Have a good one. It is. <laughs> it is. There, there, there are some boss fights. There are actually many boss fights, and some of them are a little difficult, but they're few and far between. And this game, at heart, is like a Stardew Valley. That's that's the best way I can say it. The the feel is of a Stardew Valley. Where you're not okay. playing this game for the challenge, you're playing this game for the progression. You're playing this game for just the sheer entertainment value. You're playing this game for meeting new characters and seeing new mechanics and playing new mini games. And it always hits you like you'll be playing it and like something will randomly happen, and then all of a sudden you're in a person's dream in this brand new mini game, and then you come out of there, and then you find out that there's now a new mini game and your other mini game that you do. And then a new character pops up and they're like, oh, by the way, uh, I'm fleeing from pirates. And then that's a mini game. And then it's just like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how much just sheer, like random little fun entertainment is put into this game. And there's so many times in it where it's like they could have just done something or not done something and it would have been fine. But they go the extra mile and they make it an interaction or they make it a mini game. And it's just, it just, it still keeps on giving. And I've been playing it like 30 hours. I'm still enjoying it, like just as much. It's it's. Just I'm, I mean, it's it's very, it's quite possible that I'm I didn't play along, play it long enough, uh, to find the hook, whatever that is for most people. And I mean, looking at Steam, and I know this isn't a, you know, it's it's just like a ballpark of uh, estimate of of how people are enjoying it. Twenty, almost twenty thousand, yeah, over twenty thousand reviews on Steam, ninety five percent positive. It's crazy. Well, ninety-seven to ninety-five. His cutscenes are amazing. Oh yeah, this I'm in the game. So this, this is a guy. Me. This is me. Basically, this is a guy crafting a weapon upgrade. 
who's also a massive. Well, I did see weed, this. So I saw. Good. I saw that. Yeah. So good. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, he's got a gamer like, glove on too. Oh, there's like there's like fifty of those cutscenes between the different characters. The the cook, like the chef, has one. Every time you you do a customer, they have one. Like there's multiple for this guy. There's it, there's they're so good, dude. Here so good. here's a crazy stat too, Zeke. If you want to talk uh, review scores, it's currently sitting wow. at a ninety one Metascore right now on Metacritic. It is the third best reviewed PC game of the year. Behind what are the first two out of curiosity? Street yeah. Fighter Six and Resident Evil Four, both at a ninety-two. Only one point above, too. Wow. Yeah, that's that. I, those are both fantastic games. So that's that's you know that's oh yeah, pretty high play. And that's awesome. And th- this game is like I would say unarguably indie because I have never heard of Mint Rocket. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: you haven't heard of Mint Rocket. But you have heard of their publisher. Yeah. And I have to say that it's pretty impressive this is... that this game is doing as well as it's doing because of that. Their main, their main publisher is Nexon, who is not only notorious for Oh, they're not listed things, on the Steam page. But for good reason probably. But you look at <laughs> a lot of the neg- you look at a lot of the negative reviews uh for this game, and it's basically just like F Nexon, F Nexon. Um so I mean it, oh, this God. game is doing phenomenally well, but if it was not under nexon to be honest like it makes me wonder where it would actually be yeah. uh, i have so many people that drop into my chat during this and it says right above them first time chatter and it's just like you and nexon you know <laughs> then it's just like oh wow well I mean, welcome to the stream i've seen that a handful of um, times in max's chat he's been mm-hmm. gassy mexican who's been streaming it as well yeah you know the, the but the, to, so to many, make it clear it, it, it's not devved by Nexon. It is published by Nexon. So they basically yeah. just wanted to get in on giving this company money so they could make money off of its huge success, and which obviously was a good gamble on their part. Um, but the, the dev that made this is named Mint Rocket. Yeah. As, as some people pointed out, um, on the Steam page, it says developed and published by Mint Rocket. But you click on the publisher Mint Rocket, and Nexon comes right up. Oh, that's where it takes I, you is their Nexon. I don't that's doubt where they hit you know, it. heartbeat. I don't doubt in a, in a for a second that they're trying to distance themselves as much as possible. Oh, 100%. I didn't actually yeah. know that. I'm 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 going to see that. <laughs> it does say publisher Mint Rocket. That's wild. You think I was fucking lying? On? <laughs> I did. And then you click on Mint Rocket and it goes to there. the next sign. Right. That's kind of wow. Kind of That's actually like straight they're trying to they've straight up hid the name. Wow. Yeah. No, Mint that, Rocket like, is a. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Mint Rocket is a division of Nexon Korea Corporation. Huh. Yep. That's corporate shit. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's a, like it's a, a subsidiary. Buy them. Yeah. Mint Rocket is Nexon's indie publisher. Well, no, they're a dev. See, we'll see now. I don't even know. <laughs> I was that, told that's kind of how they wanted many to be. times that it was not <laughs> Nexon and that they published it, but maybe this is the whole point. Is the, they want to do this. the reason maybe they bought them? We I should have stated this earlier. The reason Nexon is is uh, corpo bad, blah blah blah, whatever you want to attribute to them is a negative connotation. Nexon's responsible for the dark and darker nonsense uh, that is currently ongoing, um, and so they have a very you know anti rabid fan base. This is the first time I've actually seen this. Look at this. Nexon launches game subbrand Mint Rocket on May 3rd, 20 or May May 5th, 2022. 
Nexon has announced on the 3rd that it has officially launched a new game sub-brand, Mint Rocket. Where you go? So it is not just... It is not just Nexon. It was made by Nexon. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That, that is... I was actually, funny enough, told by somebody affiliated with the project that that wasn't the case. Oh, that's, wow. <laughs> that's interesting. I wonder just how much you're trying to hide that. But this is an article on IndieGame.com. So is this still an indie game? <laughs> or is this a Nexon indie? Is this a dub? Who, I don't know. I'm, that's, I that's don't even all, know anymore. That's a whole other discussion, I suppose. It's the a goal good one, of Mint Rocket is, is to aim say. for different game quality with a novel and novel perspective. And based on this, it is planning to introduce a game of a genre that has not been attempted before and a new IP. So this is bef- Mint Rocket unveiled its new Dave the Diver, which will be introduced for the first time with the official launch. Yeah. Does this change anything about the game for me? No. It's still an awesome game. It's still a huge amount of fun. It's still great. I mean, it, it, that, that, it still sucks that it's, you know, by a company that's being publicly eviscerated for many good reasons, but still an awesome game. Yeah. I retract my previous statement. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's 17 Good bucks. stuff to know. I, didn't know that. I, did, I actually did not know that, so that's good to know. And there's there's oh, no, yeah, no I'm a, MTX, right? Game well, for, for, for. No, 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 no. There's nothing like yeah. that. It's yeah, just a straight up so. game. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no store. There's no MTX. There's, there's nothing. Yeah. Hmm. There are some YouTubers and streamers who are hireable chefs and servers. <laughs> nice. Um, I am one of those people. Fantastic. Who else is, who else is hireable? And do you know, have you seen the oh, tons part? of people? There's tons of like, uh, uh, there's tons of NPCs that are basically like just random, random people. There's like, uh, there was a, there's a ninja guy that was a Raptor head, a dude that wears a ski mask. Um, lots of random random people they all have different stats and special abilities and sort nice of stuff so there you go well that's dave mm-hmm. the diver it's uh it's everyone's saying it's cool. oh somebody said dark and darker was supposed to be mint rocket too oh god oh really <laughs> so that so project p3 was a mint rocket thing <laughs> oh man oh it gets worse oh, no it, it gets, gets worse, worse. <laughs> it gets worse yeah oh man Oh, yeah, someone work on there. Do the they chefs have app. special abilities? Co, someone is asking, what's your special ability? Do you know? Uh, my special abilities are: I get really good tips, and I serve really good cocktails. Okay. There I you think, go. I think that's mine. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Dave the diver. Girthy tips. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you said you're 30 hours in. How that? Do you know what chapter you're on? What act you're on? Because there's. Yeah, I'm on chapter six. Oh, that's towards the end, is it not? I have no idea how many chapters there are, okay. but I would I would assume so. There's like a major event that's kind of coming to a head, so I I would think I'm getting relatively close. Okay, yeah, all right. I'm I'm I mean at this point I'm already surprised. Oh, there's seven chapters total. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. I, I'm surprised it's lasted this long. So I mean, I'm for seventeen bucks, I'm thrilled. Like it's you know, it's it's been and 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 the big thing about this game that I want to stress is like it's all been fun. Like, even though you're doing the same thing over and over, they do such a good job of kind of like carrot on a sticking you to the next objective that it's, it's, it's just been enjoyable the whole time. Yeah. Zeke, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Well, um, I played for this last week. I played uh, Stasis Bone Totem. I actually played through and finished that. Yeah. And, uh, fun one. Yeah. It's yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's really good. Um, it's I mean, I played 
the other Brotherhood games, uh, Stasis and the original Stasis and Kane, the free add-on or whatever um, supplement, story supplement to the uh, Stasis series, I guess. Um, and Stasis Bone Totem, uh, it's just as good. It, it, like the cutscenes in this game uh, are s- fucking amazing. Like they are unbelievably good. Um, like it's it's a basic it's a point and click game a point and click adventure game uh gameplay wise but then every once in a while you get these you know you walk in through a doorway or you click on something or whatever and then you see it like cut to black and then a cutscene starts and they are just phenomenally well done um for how big the studio uh dev team is they're just really really good um the sound design is fucking excellent um the story, I will say, the story is good, but it does get a little, like, cluttered, I guess. There's just so much uh, side, like, mentions of shit going on. Like, they don't, it, it, I think it lacks a little bit of focus as far as, um, you know, the ancillary stuff that is sort of important, but you could probably do without. I think if they streamlined it a little more, I would I would have uh, enjoyed it a bit more, but uh, it's still really good. Um, the okay, it says on the Steam page: Get ready for a thrilling underwater adventure with classic point-and-click gameplay. Explore with three characters simultaneously, featuring atmospheric, isometric graphics, eh. uh, render video, and a soundtrack by Mark Morgan. The crux of the game is you get these three characters, one of which is a fucking toy bear, which is awesome, um, that has a... Um, oh. It's been made sure. smarterer with some AI enhancements, and uh, it is it is at the same time the cutest and creepiest like like playing uh, playable character maybe ever uh, <laughs> because like even the even the cute things that it says come out real like creepy like you know a very brave bear he's a smart bear now he's a smart bear. very smart very bear now bear. yep yeah water is bad um is he like ted <laughs> is that what you're trying is he like is he's no, he's nothing like ted <laughs> he's not he's not ted. Way, out of curiosity no, he's the, just calm the, all the way through he's calm like a serial killer like that's what i that's the vibes i'm talking yeah about. yeah 100 percent. everything he says is like this very calm that's like 10. like you would talk to a child <laughs> but the things he says is just the sentence like the senses that come out like just end up sounding like really like Ugh. <laughs> out of curiosity zeke do you remember a scene in that game where you come up against this like column of flesh that's just screaming like random obscenities oh and yes stuff like that yeah oh yes that was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I they had they had me recorded in three different types of emotions and then they overlaid. Oh them. my god. So, that was yeah, all you? That was, that was actually all me screaming that random. Oh, stuff. that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe next time they'll get a, like a talented voice actor to do it. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Chris. They, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> no, that's awesome, dude. I did not know that. I didn't, I didn't no one in my chat it was, said that. It was I'm it surprised was very no one wild. told it's, me that. It's. I, I actually passed it through the first time when I played it, and I didn't realize it mm. was me. <laughs> so like, because yeah. they, I did the recording, but they didn't tell me like anything else about it. 
So oh, nice. It was, okay. It was very cool. It was very cool. That's yeah. dope, man. That's awesome. I love to hear that shit. Um, uh, getting back to the game, the uh, there's three playable characters, and you can swap uh, between them. Um, unless they're like at random points for very short periods of time, they're like incapacitated or they can't, you can't swap to them. But for the, for the majority of the game, 95% of the game, you can swap between these three characters and, um, they have a, a really cool thing where, uh, to add to the puzzle element of it, they have a, like a, sh- a shared, like, it's like a dimensional pocket. <laughs> I don't know. Like they kind of like techno babble it away where they take inventory and then the other characters can just take it from their inventory or you can give it to them there's a global even though they're nowhere basically. near each other yeah um so that's really cool because if you get like a toothpick as the bear you can give it to uh uh the dude and he can use the toothpick as you know like a lock pick or something like that yeah and that's uh kind of the 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 way the puzzles are laid out you progress as far as you can with one character and then you're like oh shit okay i don't think i have what i need for this so i'm going to switch to the other character and then you progress as far as you can and so on and so forth so you're like swapping in, in back and forth in between characters um point and click is there moon logic no but there is some like <sighs> does that make sense <laughs> does that does that emotion that that sound effect like there's yeah yeah oh i that i counted that many times and sometimes it's they they do give you a system where if you're ever looking at something you can hold a button down it will show you all the interactive elements on something but there was definitely a few times especially when it zooms in and you're like looking at a panel or something that i'll like click on all the obvious stuff and nothing will happen and then i will get stuck and come back to it later and hold the button down like there's a portion of it with a circle around it and you click it and your character like peels back the metal and there's like a thing behind it it's just like yeah how would i ever click there normally (laughs) and it's kind of like and of course you can't really get mad at the game because the game's like we literally gave you a button to hold to show you every place to click like you can't get it you can't be mad at us for this so they 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 do make it intuitive it's just you know there's a lot of hem cap some hem cap stuff going on there and uh uh the the other thing is like there is some like shit that you're like okay i'm gonna put a pancake on a on a fucking valve and the and it's gonna rust through it because game um there is a little bit of that but they don't give you uh too much inventory where you can't just try everything if you get stuck if and i will say this just as a tip if you're gonna play this game uh if you've tried everything in your inventory, that means you need to move on. You need to find something else because yep. I found that a back. lot. Yeah, they do. They do that too. I found a lot that of times a lot. You'll you'll get like there'll be like a three or four plus room progression, and then your character will get to an area that they can't go back on, and that and if there's like nothing in that room to interact on, then you know you're done with that character. Like just move everything off them, and you're done until other characters do whatever they have to do. Um, so you don't have to waste time, which is nice. They do that pretty well. Oh, that part. Um, <laughs> the voice, the voice acting is phenomenal. There's a um, one of my favorite parts. I think. Uh, let's see. Let me look at my achievements here. Um, one of my favorite parts is finding all the deaths because uh, uh, it's it's deaths. Just just let me say, deaths are are not very consequential. So if you want to like fail on purpose, please d- do that. Um, there's achievements for getting every death. It just restarts you at the at the last checkpoint, and they're good. Che- it's a decent checkpoint system. Very good. They checkpoint. know 
they put the checkpoints right before you have a possibility of dying. Um, and I would say like maybe one or two you could, you would do by accident, but the rest of them you kind of got to look for. Um, so that was a really fun part. And some of the death scenes, I think there's nine or 10 in total. Some of the death scenes are fucking awesome. And, and, uh, ranging from funny to just gory, gruesome shit. And when you've got like random alien stuff happening on the bottom of the sea, there's lots of creative ways they can end a life. And they definitely take some, some advantage of that. Yeah. Oh, there's nine of them. And I got, I got seven or excuse me. I got eight of nine of the, of the death scenes. Um, and I, I enjoyed every one of them. Um, but yeah, it's a, a good story. It doesn't, I don't like, I don't remember it references like the shit you've learned from the previous games, but it, these characters in this, I don't think have anything to do with the characters from the other games. Correct you me don't I'm... need to play the other games to enjoy this one. Yeah, but I mean, here's the right. thing. They're so similar to this game that if you like this game, you'll probably really like the other games. And they do very much help flesh out the lore and the world and like how that all works. The only outlier being Beautiful Desolation, which is a relative standalone. Um, yeah. But all the, the other Stasis, Kane, like they're, they're great, great adventure games for sure. Yep, I love this. It's amazing. It is, let me just make sure here. It is $19.99, so it's 20 bucks on Steam, and I played through it in. Oh, come on now. All right. I got to go back. I played through it in. Oh, it took, it took me longer than most people, I'm guessing. It took me about 18 and a half hours. So. Not bad, but I also fuck around a lot. So I'm gu- I'm guessing like 14, maybe for a for a, a regular casual playthrough, 12 cool. to 14, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. We talked about this, right? Like I'm not, I, I asked my chat. They said yeah. that we have, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I talked about it when I played it the first time and this is Zeke playing it. Playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was yeah. worried that it was like the first one of these because I know there's multiple games in it, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's, that's me being... That's the thon effect right there. Is what that is. It's me thinking, Ugh. what day is it, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. Stays bone total. Recommended, uh, I think, from both of you now. So Strongly. Mm-hmm. The, the devs that made it Brotherhood, they're fantastic. Already looking forward to whatever they come out with next. Hopefully, they're taking a well-deserved break. But Yeah. 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 Uh, Zeke, anything else to... Uh, is, is Shogun Showdown worth talking about? Is that is that a thing? Yeah, uh, I did a sponsor stream for for uh, a sponsor couple of hours for Shogun Showdown, oh. uh, turn turn based combat game. Um, I actually ended up playing it for uh, I think half an hour longer than I was you know scheduled for or contracted for um, because it it's a it's a it's a, a turn based strategy and it's not it's not a deck builder like a traditional deck builder. It's more like you get these <laughs> skills on cards, but it doesn't feel like you build a deck with it because this is this is a, one of those rare like deck building games that has that it doesn't matter how big your deck is, you don't have to like pare it down or, you know, make super awesome synergies because you can use any of your cards at any time. It's like uh you're playing with the deck always open 
and you can just pick and choose. Um, deck size doesn't matter. It's how you use it. Exactly. Understood. Um, but uh, it's a strategy game in that there's little mod. The, the, the floor there is modular. Uh, so everything you do costs a uh, turn, action point, whatever. So if you want to turn and face the enemy behind you, that's one. If you want to put a card in your uh, next attack uh, inventory, that's one. So like dragging card up, that's one action. So it's a lot of um, preparing and then you then you attack. It gave me very much like into the breach kind of a feeling to it where it's like, okay, I can do this and then they do this and then they do this and then I do that. Okay. And then you put your uh, cards in a stack. So you can have, like, I got up to, I don't know if you can get more, but you can have three actions in a stack, which can be dash, uh, chop, shoot an arrow. So if you plan it out right, and there's, like, three enemies, four enemies on the screen, you can do, like, kill all of them once you have your stack ready, and then you press the, the go button. You'll do, like, dash, slash, turn around, or not turn around, but, like, you know, fire an arrow, everybody dead. Yeah. So it's fun like that because you can see what they're doing and what you're doing. So you can uh, uh, judge how best to do the most damage, you know, when you press the, you know, action go button. Um, and there's boss fights uh, with different mechanics. Uh, they do have a nice enemy variety. Uh, you start off with, you know, your basic sword guys, and then you get some bow guys, some shield guys, you get some dash guys, and then like you move up. Uh, after you beat a boss, and then you're starting to fight like ninja guys who are, you know, their actions cost less points, so they're faster. They'll throw like, you know, ninja stars at you. And then you get like grappling hook guys who will grab you from across the screen and drag you, uh, drag you to them. Um, so there's different kinds of ways to uh, build your character. And the roguelike nature is one of those where you beat a beat a, 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 a however many waves they give you because every screen is like three four waves of enemies. When that's done, two choices or uh, or um, upgrade next next uh, dot on the map, and you do that. And then next dot on the map could be like a smithy enemy boss fight like that roguelike. Um, once you uh like I, I i don't know how far i got but i went back i died went back to the hub and then a, a, a new character was unlocked with some different abilities and shit so i i enjoyed it it, it definitely could be uh a fun time waster for anybody who who enjoyed stuff like into the breach or slay the spire or something like that cool. um and it's it's very uh compatible for just mouse usage you don't even need the keyboard did you say what it cost is it, is it uh, priced it is, appropriately? It is nine bucks. Yeah, it's well, it's ten bucks on sale now for nine, but also demo, free demo oh. if you want to check it out. Cool. Yep. Got a demo. Cool, cool. That is a Shogun Showdown. I had to say that. Mm -hmm. I had to think how to say that for a second. Uh, I always I wanted to say Samurai Showdown so many yeah, times. Yeah, no, that's where my I had head to went. stop myself. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm right yep, there yep, with yep, you. yep. I'm right there with you. Uh, Co. Besides, yes, it has controller support. By the way, it does. Oh, great! Uh, besides Final Fantasy and Dave the Diver, anything else you've been playing? Pretty much it, right? I'm I'm in the camp of I've just been playing 
Final Fantasy, so I don't have anything to add. <laughs> yeah, um, played the the Warlander game. Oh yeah, we did. We okay, Warhaven. that's right. War. We played Warhaven. Warhaven. Warhaven is that the sp- Warhaven? I did a sponsor stream. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Both did. Okay. It's all right. It was fun. One fun for a couple hours. I can see why people would like it. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was all right. Was I all wanted right. to take a look at it. I did, and it was all right. It was all and, right. Um, a little bit of Conan. Warhaven. Picked out the newest Conan that. expansion. That was a lot of fun. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, just, just, just real quick, going back to Warhaven. Um, they did, like, no fault of their own. Like, I have no hard feelings or whatever. But they were putting out, like, feelers to do sponsored and I uh, sponsored streams, which you guys did. And they gave, like, they did one of those things that, like, I, it just irks me a little when, like, sponsors like, hey, we're doing a campaign from this date to this date. And I'm like, Okay. Or and they're like, Can you do it on this date? And I'm like, No, I can't, but within the parameters that you gave me, I could do it on this date. They're like, Nah, we want you to do it on that day. I'm like, why'd you give me the fucking why'd you give me the choice? Like, why'd you put those dates in there then if you're not gonna Dude, that, okay. I, well I can't do it, so sorry. <laughs> I hate when that happens. There's another one and maybe you guys have I don't want to say the company, but instead of like talking to people or having a correspondence back and forth, they linked me to an app and it has a number field and you type in the number field and it tells you the like percentage chance, basically of them saying yes to the agreement that you typed in for the fee for that stream. Yeah. And this is like, this is like their product, this agency's product. And I was just like, can I talk to someone? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But go ahead and just type this in now so we have it on record. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to talk. Can we? So we have it on record? <laughs> like, wait a second. Wait, like, wait, can, wait, wait. Can we, can we, can I talk to a human being? Yeah, 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 yeah. But go ahead and just, we, just so we can enter you into the database and have an active conversation, we need you to fill this out. <laughs> I'm like, hold, hold, I don't want to do back. this. <laughs> go back Dude, to the beginning. That, is, I, I, that I, is something didn't compute in my brain. Yeah. What is, okay. So I got, I got reached out to, to do a sponsored stream for game blank. Yeah. And in doing so, they said, if this is something that interests, like, Hey, we'd like to sponsor you to check out game. If there's something you're interested in, please click this link to know more. It takes me to a web page, an app. And essentially it's just a, a, it says the game says the title. It says the obligations for the stream. And then it has like a box and said, like, if you would agree to do all the above, what would that what are your rates for that thing? And typically how the conversation works for people uh, that are watching that aren't streamers, blah, blah, blah. You go back and forth until you find like an agreed upon rate or your agency does that. Um, And then you sign the contract and you do the sponsored stream. This was just like a field where you type in a number and it says like, uh, I forgot what the adjectives or if it was, I, I could, I could pull it up here real quick. It's, it basically says like good chance, less of a, maybe, no, that's out of oh. our range type deal. That's how it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very, very interesting uh, thing. Can you game it? Can you, can you, can you save scum it? No, the thing is, I mean, is like, you have to keep in mind. You have <laughs> like your charisma mind. check. The, the people, like, hold on. <laughs> let me get, let me drink a charisma potion. All right. How about now? You can't. So no generally, game. unless you're interfacing directly with the PR company, and I'm not sure in the case of JP is talking about, but they're, they're probably getting your offer to then go to the PR company and pitching you to them. Yeah. So it's not, you're not, you're not there. That chance 
to clear up some confusion in chat is not the company making the decision. They're going to take your number, right. act as an intermediary, because they're probably going to add their cut to it. And then they're going to go to the company. So they're probably saying like, yeah, you have a normal chance or a low chance or whatever. You have a very high chance of getting this because we're going to put on an extra few thousand and then that rate will be okay. So it's like, you know, there's, there's, it's not quite as like cut yeah. and dry. And, and then, yeah. typically that, that is not how the process has gone for no, as long as this industry not. has existed. It's really, not, uh, they're basically no, like cutting not. out the back and forth that exists and just being like, here, here is a website where you can type in your rates and we'll let you That's know. That's also wild because like that means that they have established value for your metrics. They're right. going purely off your metrics and there is a number that they have associated with every with streamer every that's using this service yeah. yep. that, that is like the baseline. And what's even funnier is you could probably just sit there playing with that system a little bit and find your exact worth. range of what <laughs> they think you're worth. You totally could. Yeah, you totally could. Because I, the first and thing I did like, was oh, like, this is interesting. I looked at it and I was like, this is a weird thing. I'm just going to send this to my agency and have them deal with it. And then they came back to me and said like, yeah, do you have that link? They're asking us to go through that link so you can like be in the database. And I, yeah, here you go. So <laughs> that's. That's a thing. It's kind of like the contract negotiation mini game for Witcher. It is. <laughs> and it's basically a mini game to negotiate yeah. your contract. Like, like you have a big, a big chance of getting this. Oh, that's a little too high. Your chance is low. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you say Witcher. I say War Tales because there's a skill you can get later in War yeah, oh, Tales yeah, yeah. where if you yeah. get bounties, you can use your influence to increase how much you get. Yeah, that's why he wants to talk to somebody, Zeke. He wants to use an influence modifier. I I typed. He can't do that unless he can talk to somebody. I typed in our super secret Discord what game it was for, and it might surprise you because uh, it's not a not a smaller title. Uh, to what's see funny? What's funny is um, I got that email and immediately forwarded it without clicking the link. Yeah. I, oh, so I you didn't even know. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So, so that's that's funny. Anyways, that's, a, that's interesting way to approach it. I I very much wonder how that's going to work out, and like, huh, if yeah, it's 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 interesting to think if this is the first time we've seen this and it's going to normalize one day. Like that's I, where my mind because, went. Is this yeah. the new new? Like this is because this is a a very interesting way to do this. Um, it's I mean it's not necessarily a bad way. Here's the thing. If somebody's consistently underselling themselves or doesn't have representation or doesn't pay for representation and doesn't know their worth, and then all of a sudden they use a system like this and they're putting in, you know, half their normal rate and it's like, oh, very high chance. And then they put in like three times the rate and it's like, you have a normal chance. And they're like, what the? F <laughs> like, I have a normal chance of tripling my rate. Yeah. Like, how much, you know, like that's, that's actually kind of like a lot of power to them. That's kind of cool um it's like like uh, a streamer credit against check that yeah it is like no, sort of, sort of, yeah i'm very took all, like an amalgamation of all of your your sphere of influence or whatever and like grabbed all the numbers and made a you know uh, uh, uh equation and you could just plunk in your name and go like okay what is my influence number <laughs> oh 640 yeah. little, little, little we're gonna have like we're gonna have influencer pins <laughs> it's like oh, ah God, yes dude. you're 74761 and your rate is there <laughs> you're a rank c4 oh i just made d3 yeah i know right um a little badge that we can wear at twitchcon or something. oh no um, oh my lord i no, almost that's, had that's, that is super badges made for that that uh that streamer income leak 
I almost had like oh number oh, yeah, yeah. jerseys fucking number on it yeah that would have been jerseys funny. yeah you got with jerseys with your number back. on it oh, that would have been really good that would have been really good that's, that's, yeah it's a black mirror episode waiting to happen right god yeah I no it is god. it was like the the the, the social uh, credit score or whatever social credit score yeah they had the, yeah everybody could rate you yeah everybody. The one I thought of was because uh, my mind always goes to Always Sunny when De- when Dennis is like, "I'm a five star man," and he's just <laughs> screaming that because the dating app like everybody's rating him one star. Do, have you guys done that on uh, what is it? Is it Uber where you can like see what your Uber rating is? It's it's usually hidden, but you mm-hmm. can see what drivers rate you. Yeah, mm-hmm. God, that's a thing. That's a whole thing that we're and uh, no, there's a great episode of the Orville with that where their entire justice system is basically like everyone wears a little badge with a plus up and a minus. And then like everyone is judged. They don't have an actual judiciary system. It's just ratings and likes. And that's the whole thing. Jeez. And it's our future. And it's kind of depressing. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a thing. Yeah. Hey, let's talk. Uh, you said you played some of this. What, what is this update with uh, the Conan oh. exiles? Like how, so how is this I, game going? I played this game God, years and years ago when it came yeah. out and it was, it was a pretty general was, survival game. It did some, it did some fun things with, you know, capturing NPCs and turning them into your thralls. This and was stuff the like Dicks that. Was game, of a, right? That's this was the Dicks game. One <laughs> okay. of the, one of the Dicks games. One of Absolutely. The Dicks games. Okay. Yeah. One of the Dicks games. And they recently put out like a big new patch uh, and a big little, a, a, a little free enhancement thing. And they were like, Hey, do you want to revisit Conan? And I was like, sure. Yeah. I'll revisit Conan. Sure. Yeah. And sure enough, it's it's the thing about this game is I have a lot of respect that the devs have like stuck with it and they've kept putting out updates. There's free stuff, there's paid stuff, but you know, a lot of it has been free and they just put in this really cool system where like you gain a skill like you would in 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 uh in any survival game really, but then it gives you like a little quest with that skill that you can then like learn how to use it and how to utilize it properly and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it is a pretty dang decent survival sandbox game. I mean, that's that's what it is at heart. I barely scratched the surface in my couple hours of the stuff that's in it now. You could play this game for a long time these days with as much extra content as it's in like it. tech There's even a whole different map and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's oh, wow. tons and okay. tons of stuff you can do. The only downside is this is like a seven-year-old, eight-year-old game now. So, I mean, everything that they've added and put in is is still very much built on that foundation. There's still, like, weirdness where, like, some of the text, like, looks odd in the buttons. And, like, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that even I had problems with, like, way back in the day is still in the game. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a give take. I do give, I do again, give respect to the devs for just continuing to develop it. It's, it's kind of awesome. And there's been tons of little QOL, fun little additions things since I played last. I mean, it was like, it was almost like playing a new game when I played it. Um, but at the end of the day, when I finished my two hours, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's still Conan with a lot of extra fun things, but it's, it's still Conan. So it's, it's, it's Conan. This is the dev team or the publishers for the new Dune game. I, it is Funcom. So is Funcom has had a storied history. Yeah, um, I yeah, think yeah. in this case, Funcom actually makes this game. Okay. Uh, in which case, I also think they are making the new Dune game. A Dune game. Um, there's multiple, so I think, there's I think they multiple? are the publisher and the dev. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple Dune games. There was like the Dune, there's the Dune like MMO game. There's Dune Awakening. Mm-hmm. And that is developed by Funcom, published by Funcom, and that is the open world survival MMO. They're calling it an MMO. I don't know if it actually is an MMO. Okay. They're calling it that. And then there's the Dune RTSC game, which I think is still like Spice Wars, I want to say it's called or something. Something like that. Um, yeah. that, that is that's that is uh, <laughs> Shiro. That is made by Shiro, not Funcom. And that is No, that was that UK Pop Groups movie. 
Yes, Spice, Spice Wars. Spice Wars. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's that was the the next the next generation of Spice Girls. Yeah, they eventually yeah. just imploded and started fighting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's actually made by a company called Shiro. Um. And that's the Forex. So yeah, yeah. That's where that is. But yes, I do believe that it is the same situation as um the New Dune Awakening, where they both the dev and publisher. Got it. And I don't know if we have a date for that yet. I don't think. Yeah, we don't. Have I don't know if we do. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking kind of cool. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um. Kind of survive. I'm. You play a lot of survival games. This is obviously one. Uh, so I'm curious if you know why. What what's with the big resurgence uh, resurgence of the Isle the Dino game? Did that have a big update? Do you know? Uh, I think there was a large update. The Isle has always just kind of been in the background. There's a few big streamers um, that that continually kind of revisit it and and kind of come back whenever it's in development. It is still early access. It's not done. Oh, okay. So I think they just had a relatively large update. It's also very positive with sixty thousand reviews. Holy so to give shit. you an idea on if the game is decent or not. There's all um, but yeah, new, new QOL as, as somebody just said, new new dinos QOL, um, you know, all all sorts of stuff there. Um, yeah, it's still very much in production. Apparently, it's still chugging along. They just had a big dev blog on July first, yesterday. Yeah, and uh, yeah, cool, chugging along, man. Yeah, the, the that's s- a game that that's that's one of my rainy day games. I'm 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 planning on checking it out like one day. But I don't know when. It's definitely a like uh genre a, a, a subsection of steam that i never really go into but it's just massive like the survival game community kind of jumps from game to game and they're always just huge amounts of people like sixty thousand reviews on a steam game is crazy uh and it's still early access which is even wilder to me that they're still pumping up all the updates for that you look like you're on the the edge of something apparently there's a lot of drama with the isle dev oh really yeah i'm not gonna get into this right now but okay yeah apparently there's a we got drama in the a lot of drama with the isle dev gotta get away from the drama you guys can you guys can google that and check that out on your own terms okay (laughs) on your own time fair enough uh something to if that if that is a consideration of yours then definitely okay want to look at ah yeah drama alert anything else you guys been playing we got like 15 minutes we we i checked out uh a really i had indie saturday but the the real the real standout from indie saturday was yeah mars first logistics which is that connects game that you create a little buggy that picks up shit and moves it around mars oh you played that yeah we saw previews for it is it cool? Um, because I had put it on my wish list. It is. It's fucking great, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, because you know you have to create stuff, but it's 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 very much like connects. Remember the connects toy? Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. My, my yeah, kids yeah. play it's, with it's, them. It's, yeah, they're yes, great. It's exactly like that. You make your little buggy. You make like little uh, servo arms and stuff like that to pick up shit. And like what you end up with is just fucking sometimes it's just ridiculous. It looks so stupid <laughs> and it's like uneven and the weight balance is completely wrong. And you just end up like, fucking like there was a, a, a beam that I was supposed to like take from one place to another place. So you get like little and- mini jobs. That's the, the goal. Basically. Yeah. 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 Okay. And the whole idea of the game is you are a, you are in control of a remote control Mars rover thing that you can construct. You buy uh, extra pieces and parts uh, as you as needed or as wanted or whatever um, to 
take awkward, uh, increasingly awkward and heavy things from one place to another on the landscape of Mars. Um, so there's like, you know, rocks and hills and obstacles and dust and all this kind of shit. And the, you start off with a, with the, your just basic like four wheels and a platform kind of buggy thing. It's, uh, you get like, as you move along, they reward you with like, you know, different types of tires, different types of arms and connections and, you know, uh, that kind of shit. But to start with, you get just this thing and it's real squirrely, um, they kind of simulate the, it's, I think it's, what is it, one-sixth? No, that's the moon. One-fourth gravity of Mars or whatever? Sure. sure. I don't remember what it is, but it's it's definitely, yeah. like, uh, more floaty than, than you know, whatever we have in, in most video games. Um, but, like, you end up having to carry, like, boxes and, and uh, uh, fins and, and satellite dishes and all this kind of shit. So you got to make things that can actually pick it up and grab it. And it's a lot of experimentation right away uh, of like, is this going to work? Is this going to be the right angle? Is this going to clamp down like I want it to and stuff like that? But I have a feeling that later on in the game, you'll find something that works for a bunch of shit and you'll just go back to that. And they save uh, or they give you like templates for uh, different styles of um buggy different styles of transport so like the first template is just four wheels and a platform the next template is four wheels a platform and a little uh hook arm so did you um, just the end next up one pushing this oh no okay you're chasing <laughs> i thought you were just gonna push this <laughs> girder all the way there but no you're you're, you you're experimenting okay well that's the thing like if you get like something that has uh, a flat bottom or something you can definitely just shove it just the shove whole it way the whole if you way. want okay. to yeah um, however, sometimes when you get there, the platform to deliver it is elevated. So you're like, fuck, I got it all the way here. Now I got to get it up a foot. And you're like, shit, how am I going to get this box up a foot? I can't get, I can't get underneath it or it's difficult to get underneath it now, but I can get, maybe I can do that. But they give you like uh different, like templates. Like I was saying, like, oh, right, there's right. one with a hook. There's one with like a clamp, like a servo with like teeth, like a tooth clamp. And you can pick up like a box with it. And stuff like that. So they they give you a, a lot of like progression. Even in the uh two hours that I played it, I think I unlocked like three extra besides just the platform. But uh you can take those templates and awesome. add whatever you want to them. Um one of the cool yeah. functions of this uh is everything everything is obviously it's all in sections, but one of the really cool and uh I, I don't know if it's innovative. But I I had never seen it before uh, in a in like you know a construction game like this. You can uh, copy a piece of your vehicle to a clipboard. So like if you have an arm that clamps like this and it attaches to your vehicle right here, you just put your mouse cursor there, hit copy, remove it, and then it saves it for you. So if you want to build it out a little bit, and then you can put the thing back on it. Like if it's having like six good, or seven pieces. Yeah. Having good, easy to use QOL and building systems like this is like what can separate something like this being successful, especially when it looks like these things can get pretty complex. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. cool, man. It's very cool. My chat's also telling me it has co-op. Did you play at all in that? God, really? And like, what does that I mean? I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. I like, oh, 
no, it says it in the in the blurb. Playable solo or on in online co-op. I wonder if it's okay. I'm very curious about that. This looks like a lot of fun. I I might check this out. I got a the have, puzzler would yeah, enjoy. Yeah, it, no, I, I, I gotta, don't know where he is. That man just comes and goes. The puzzler is uh, is uh, scheduled to show up for a full day of puzzling. Uh, <laughs> you just sometimes you just end up like just dragging it like so a ridiculous. kid through Kmart. You're just like, get over here. You're Zeke, coming with me. I have a very important question, Zeke. Yeah. How strong are hooks and hook-like maneuvers in this game? Would you say? All right, because that's the puzzler's uh, specialty. He loves hooking. Hooks. He loves to hook. You know, that's his favorite. That's his favorite thing. What? Hook game strong. <laughs> the hook game strong. Great. Okay. Hook game strong. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. No, this looks like a lot of fun. Nah, it is. It really is. It's twenty bucks. It's still in early access, so they're not. It's not one yet. Yeah. Um, the other thing I will say is the soundtrack to the game is a is fucking banger after banger. However, great, really, they don't they don't play them close enough together. Like what every time a song comes on, you're like, "Yay!" and then it's like silence. Oh, for, weird. A while. Yeah, I know, and it just maybe it's because it's it's um uh story based, meaning the closer you get to your goal, then the music kicks in or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That could be maybe I was just spending too much time like in between doing stuff like building and looking or like strategizing or whatever the fuck you want to call what my brain does. Um, strategizing. But like it was a it was great music. It just wanted more of it. You know, does it does it like give you a playback of what you did or is that just how the tired marks work on Mars? Because that like they wouldn't be removed in in real time in real life. You oh, yeah. Saying? No, no. That, they they stay there as as um they're kind of like uh, um dead bodies in in like action games like they'll stay there for a while and then okay once you make more tracks the previous tracks start disappearing i got to see how you, what what's the are you just trying are you trying to this. get this to the waypoint to the th- oh wow yeah. look at the- <laughs> there you go but there's the weight distribution. Every single piece that you put on your vehicle oh, has no. a weight has a weight to it. So God. uh uh one of the things that I ended up carrying was pretty heavy and I ended up counterbalancing it with with giant moon tires because that's the heaviest that was the heaviest thing in my inventory. So on the back end What's of my that? thing, I've got like two like giant moon tires like oh weighing my down my back. I'm sorry. What's this have, game called again? I, it's Mars First Logistics. Mars First Logistics. I'm, out, buying, I it. Yeah. I'm buying it. Oh, now. I'm gonna buy this. Yeah. This looks like uh, 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 further progression of Q remastered <laughs> the level of, it, of nonsense. I I'm glad you said it because I felt stupid saying that, but like it's it it's not like you you can build basically whatever you want if you have the pieces for it, and it, yeah. and you can build some some awesome to just completely ridiculous shit. It looks good. Looks like that a fun is time. that is amazing. Uh, yeah, Barry said it. He put uh, twenty hours into it to complete everything in early access, so it's, it's got some some length to it as well. I'm very oh, yeah. curious about the co-op. Like, if it, if it's two people building one thing, if it's two people building two things, like I I want to know how that the co-op works because the puzzler does have. I'm guessing you build your own cars and just and I'm just hoping. cooperate on the transport. I'm hoping so. Yeah, the maybe the puzzler and the logician will. Uh, 
we'll get after this game and we'll see how it goes. It looks good. Mars First Logistics. No, Gassy is the, if you want to be a part oh. of the, the puzzling crew group. Well, okay. There's no work. I guess we'll have to figure out who the Avengers are for the puzzlers. Maybe they're just called the puzzlers. Okay, you, you're the puzzler. He's the logician. Can I be like a supervillain? Can I be brute force? <laughs> sure. Yeah, and their arch nemesis, brute force. You could be brute force. He just force. smashes things together and hopes it works. <laughs> brute force. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife is the, the answer. She, I told her she was the question and uh, she was very upset about that. Uh, so okay. she said she wanted to be the answer. Yeah. We got to figure out Zeke or uh, Ko's, Ko's name. If he's, he's also an arch nemesis, though. You guys got to form the. You wouldn't like me when I'm stumped. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's pretty good. That's a good. Uh, I'm the overthinker. The overthinker? Okay. I have incredi- yeah. I take incredibly basic puzzles that I don't understand, and then I do overly complex solutions that don't make any actual sense without a- able to re- a- being able to realize that it's actually just a simple solution. Oh, Zeke, you could also be Moon Logic. Oh, that'd be good too. That could be your name, Moon Logic. Yeah, dude, I like that. I like That's that. Not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, the puzzler, the logician, right. the overthinker, and their nemesis, brute force. It's not bad. It's not bad. We got something yeah. going on here. Uh, yeah, I gotta buy this game. You said uh, how much is it? Yeah. Twenty bucks. Oh man, look at that verticality. That looks yeah. awesome. There's, the levels seem to be pretty big. Yeah. What? Did you break your little machine? I tried. Nope. <laughs> of, course, of course you did of course not you as did. far as good answer good answer good answer let's see it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to see like what the biggest how big can you like make a machine how is there a part a, however many parts you have so that's oh. that's the kind of like that's kind of like the the wall of 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 building or progression or whatever is you do deliveries to make money to buy parts so uh, the more parts you buy, the Ooh. obviously the bigger, the bigger and more ridiculous you can make your thing. This one I called the Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see it. In what God? I want. I yeah, want to see. Those are the two tires I was talking 16. about because that fin, <laughs> that fin that I'm trying tonight. to pick up is super fucking heavy. So I had to counterbalance it and still ended up put, picking up my back end. <laughs> but I got her. I got it in there. It took me a second. It took me a little Austin Powersing once I got on the ramp. I love those two got, tires that are like going. Back I got it and in there. With your other tires, like trying their best. Oh yeah, the, they're trying. That's their best. the thing. Like you don't need to attach servos to tires. Tires have like built-in rotation. So if you put a tire anywhere and you press the forward button, even if it's just hanging off on a like off the back end, like mine is, it'll rotate. Spinning. It'll that's rotate. Great. Yeah, that's great. I wonder if there's actually like any kind kind of gyro thing going on there where it, like actually helps with stabilization because it's moving. Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I I didn't really feel any difference, but you know, I'm I don't know. <laughs> it looks right. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, I I might actually have to try this tonight. Like, yeah, I, I actually to, do. I may, get I may have to take a little break. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this look, just looks looks like a it it, it yep. looks. Oh, like and I got high centered on the corner there. God damn it! I had to back up and do it again. Oh no! The thing is, where's I the brute force? It. Just drop it. You do. There there, yeah, is. you got it. You got it. Hey, there, we go. there the you go. Force Drop it the and back force. up. There you go. Fantastic. Cool. That is uh, Mars First Logistics, and I think Zeke has influenced us all to. Uh, to you did. It. Good job, influencer Zeke. Yeah. 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 Hey, 
You should have, Listen, you should have that as, if... as bullet point number six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last question I have for both of you, because I, I think you both have watched the other seasons. Either of you start Witcher season three? Yep. I haven't started it either. I haven't seen two. Oh, you never watched I've, season I've, two? I've, okay. Nah, I read it too. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, at this point, I'm so bummed out that he's not coming back and like his reasons for leaving. Yeah. That I'm a little, like a little turned off. I, the whole thing. my, uh, my wife watched the first episode and she said that, uh, Cavill doesn't have that much speaking parts. Like he wasn't, I'm in, not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. He, he doesn't. Apparently the much. crew was like not super jazzed about how like it went down. He or was something? being about everything. Oh, well, no, like he, yeah, apparently he, he was, he, and again, this is all just random stuff that I heard on the internet and in chat. Yeah. But apparently he was, he was very much, he was a big, he is a big fan of Witcher. He's a big lore nerd. And he was not super pleased about how the show was like going away from the books and he would be constantly correcting people and like constantly oh. telling the writers like, no, you need to do this. You need to do this. This character wouldn't do this like that kind of thing. And apparently like one of the reasons he left was because just people were obviously getting fed up with it. They were just like, we just want to make the damn show, dude. This is just her yeah. job. Like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he was so the apparently the writer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he, it, it's, it's kind of weird when, when the, the lore nerd main actor like knows the source material, apparently significantly better than the person that was writing the scenes. And and that was apparently has that a dude thing, ever been so. a part of that something uh, part of something that he didn't end up hating because <laughs> he hated being Superman at the end by the end of it yeah even before the end it of is. it I I don't I don't know that unfortunately. yeah I, I will say he's going into Warhammer 40k he's a huge Warhammer 40k nerd and apparently one of the the things about him going in and doing this was because he, he was they were told like you just do your thing <laughs> you just do your like you're in control of this you do your thing and he was like okay. So yeah, like hopefully that'll, that will be something that will bring him a lot of self enjoyment, which yeah. I think would, you know, help everything be better. Maybe so. Maybe so. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, okay, I, I was I wrong about Superman. I'm Superman. sorry. There was a whole yeah, couple okay. about something in Superman that he was having like back and forth with the don't production you, or crew or something. Don't you no, get, I think, don't I you think get the, the Snyder fans on Superman. Us, yeah, I, I heard like a, he was a cameo as Superman, and then they like pulled the rug from him or something. Like he they I, I, there was another sh another movie or Black something Adam? where he cameoed. I don't remember. Maybe maybe it was Black Adam, and so it was like inferred that he would. You know, obviously they had him for the cameo, so he'd be. Superman. Oh, that and was they, a Shazam. Sorry, that's what my chat said. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the movies, so I wouldn't know. Well, hey, if you want to get caught up on uh, all the comic book news, you can join us Monday nights uh, with me, Jesse, and Bronze, where we talk about all that shit. Uh, but we're we're not really DC adjacent, but yeah. Anyways, it is MCU crew. It is, but we don't really. That's just a suggestion, as I like to say on the show. Keeping Bronze and like you guys, credit where credit is due. The two of you are great at staying on topic. That's all I'm going to say. You guys are fantastic oh. at staying on top. Oh, comparatively? <laughs> I didn't say that. Wow. I'm just saying yeah. you guys are great. If, if you're saying that about I'm us, saying an ancillary whole, dude, comment wow. right There's now that has no comparison to do with anybody else. happening right now. The two of you are great at <laughs> <laughs> staying on <laughs> Let's do some shoutouts. I don't. I I don't even know how to respond to that. If that's <laughs> no, I can. Like, I wow. can. I can empathize with that, JP, because I was a part of like an improv troupe for fifteen yeah. years, and you get eight 
egotistical comedians who think they're really funny in one room, everybody's got something to fucking say, and you can't get shit done. Uh, Maybe muted? you're muted, big guy. Sorry, I'm muted. I was wondering why the fuck I couldn't hear you. Okay. I, that I, was yeah, very I did exact, weird. I did exactly what Zeke did, where it was just kind of like, what? what? I, Is it me? Man, that, uh, I, okay. I muted the cough on my uh, thing. And, ah. Yeah. It soloed the mic because I fat fingered it. And yeah, gotcha. the rest is history. In there, in there. <coughs> We've all some been shout there. Outs. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. saying, I think we're good next week, right? You guys are both. I know there's some Zeke. You're missing something, and you're missing. He's something. Burning Man. Is that next no, week? That's, that's last week in August. Oh, so you're out next yeah. weekend, Co. And Zeke's out next month. No, I I'm probably out. Well, actually, here's the thing. No, like the whole thing I was going to be out on was the stuff between. Uh, August 31st and September 1st. Like I was going to take a couple shows off probably for a freaking, but now that that's all different, like, I don't know. Okay. But we're good like for now, next week. We're good for next week. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that's next all week is fine. I'm fine for like yeah. July. I think, I think I'm yeah, okay. not really Me anything. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I, there is a chance I, I am scheduled to go to fan fest on the 30th for final fantasy 14 fan oh, fest. Oh, final fantasy 14. Yeah. Uh, but that's the same weekend as exile con. And if they do sponsored streams for ExileCon, I might stay home if I can't figure out how also, I can do that from the hotel room. We've got a we've got a um a Diablo panel. That's next Friday. Yeah, Friday and for season people, one. There's people people wondering just how much they hate the PUE guys and if they're gonna release season one. hundred percent. hundred percent they're yeah. launching season one of Diablo on the twenty eighth. Yeah. Without so question. that's gonna be Without that's be a question, thing. that's going to happen. I do have to early warn, if I get any type of earlier than normal access to BG3, that would be on that Sunday, probably. So I, I will most likely be ankle. Oh, because it comes out 31st. Beat. Okay. Literally comes out the next day. So okay. yeah, just an early we'll warning. We'll play it by ear. Yeah, yeah. We'll play it oh. by ear. Oh. All right. Let's do some shout outs and then uh, close the show. Zeke, what do you got going on? Mark, people check you out. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you guys for watching. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, and Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, thank you to Cone JP for being the co-host every week, and thank you guys for watching. I broadcast every day at 10 a.m. Pacific, and I'm going to be doing on Tuesday. Uh, we did uh, yesterday. We did our if then. We do that first Saturday of the month. If we hit a sub goal, then uh, I do a drawing to anybody who. Uh, gifted sub three sub or gifted subs that day uh i do a drawing from those people and uh we will be doing the drawing uh first thing tuesday and after that's done we are starting a hundred month sub appreciation stream of sly rec or sly cooper the thievius or and the thievius raccoonus or just thievius <laughs> raccoonus whatever uh we're okay. playing that uh the h the re hd remaster i think on the ps3 uh for uh, dj bahamut so that's what we're going to be doing on tuesday uh, and then I don't have anything planned for the rest of the week, just in case I like that game and I want to keep playing it. But I've got so many games in the in the chamber here, so I'm I'm, I'm not lacking. And also, I'm gonna probably this week some point try only up again. Ooh, ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Ooh, good luck. All right, that's all I got. Thanks for watching. Cool, cool. Co, do some shoutouts. Sure. Hi, my name is Co. Hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Thanks as always to Zeke and JP. I am currently playing Dave the Diver in the morning. I'm Probably getting close to wrapping up that, so we'll see what we're going to do from there. We also have Jagged Alliance coming up. 
Uh, we've got a new Warhammer Age of Sigmar game. Uh, I'm probably going to try out Mars First Logistics tonight, so we may do more Final Fantasy like tomorrow afternoon or something like that. Also, I'm going to be diving back into Sea of Thieves because I need to figure that game out before this new Monkey Island thing comes out. We're going to be doing that at some point. We've got more Remnant 1 with Barry. We've got a lot of stuff this month, a lot of like cleanup and everything to get ready for August. And uh, yeah, should be a lot of fun. Lots of things to do, lots of streaming. And I will see you guys tonight, if not next week, for more fun and games on the Co Channel. Cool, cool. Thank you both for joining us. We're out of here. Be back next week. Probably talk. Zeke, you could put some hours in Final Fantasy. Yes, I am. I'm planning on doing that this weekend. Okay. We could talk about it next week and then we'll do like a full spoiler cast maybe once you finish it sometime, whenever that is. Maybe by the end of July before August hits. That'll be a good thing. Anyways, thank you for watching Drop Frames. The VOD will be up over at youtube.com slash JP. We'll get that uploaded here within the next, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes and you can check it out. Subscribe. It'll go to your sub boxes. For now, we're out of here. Have a good one. Bye-bye. See you next week.